All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back for another edition of the Gambit Roundtable. I am SoloBase15, here with my good friends, Canada Fett, Zareth, Fatal, and the one, the only, Ando. How's it going, guys? It's going well. Thanks for having me again. See, at least we have Canada. He at least talks when I uh, ask a general <laughs> question. Everyone else just sits there waiting for everybody else. Yeah, we, we were just like, Sully, you've asked that before. <laughs> yeah. never never mind that it's been other past streams but... it was a month ago but... <laughs> i get tired uh, of that question huh? yeah i'm good though man um i'm really i'm interested to see what they're doing with darth bane yeah i was i'm really excited about the announcement and then so i saw the announcement in the dev announcement section i was like oh quick jump to the arena character strategy section I was like, there's no kit. These mothers. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. There's. I was like, this is the first time I. Well, maybe not the first time, but it, it. It's pretty rare that they make this kind of announcement and then don't have the kit. I feel like. But maybe it's becoming more common because I think it's the same thing with Bo-Katan. It yeah, is for... early though for the conquest character. Like it's. It, it is. And, and we were basically saying that it must be due to the holiday, right? Like it's. Like they're getting, like they're prefacing the information so that way maybe they're just like, maybe we get to it, maybe we don't. Yeah, I think it was a combination of that and they were silent for two weeks when there's a lot of things going on and they were just like, let's, you know, give the dog a bone type of situation of let's get them excited rather than talking about all the bugs that are out there. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that people couldn't sign in for 36 hours. I didn't know that that happened, but that's, yeah, I only like came to Discord one time and it was like, people were talking about, it. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, it must just be like one guy. And then, <laughs> yeah, like as I started figuring out more and more, I was like, oh, wow, it was actually kind of a big deal. Yeah, I think it that... was just a conspiracy of people who just wanted some time off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they just wanted a couple of days. <laughs> they were like, you know what the best time to take off is? Double drops. Let's take it off. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a busy time of year, man. There's a lot of, like, you don't want to miss, you know, we don't want to miss, like, one one energy refresh or anything, you know? like the, yeah. just... Do do you double your relaxation if you take a break during double drops? Well, that's a good question. Hmm. I think you double your stress because you can't log into the freaking game. <laughs> I was kind of half-joking, but it's, uh, it's it, there's a little bit of truth in it. I'm like, yeah, CG's got this on lock now. They just take the... Uh, thanksgiving break and just you know extend it a little bit right into the uh christmas break and then you can kind of back your breaks on breaks and then just you know a couple of weeks in between for some information and see you later <laughs> oh yeah i mean that's that's basically what they're doing i mean there's no there's no real like <laughs> i say there's no real game mode coming but they literally just dropped the new raid like two weeks ago um but yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing big coming in December. We have the new conquest character. We have Bo-Katan, maybe. <laughs> um, Feel like that's kind of big, actually. I, I don't know. Yeah, but do, we don't know when the they haven't even dropped the last character yet. Yeah, I, there's did, no way. I feel like that she's coming out this year. They're, they're taking it, their sweet ass time. When did they release Afra? When was her event? Because Sana was the fifteenth of December last year. I have a feeling. It, I I think it's going to be this. I think it's going to be Christmas, <laughs> or like the Christmas December version. 
they they've been getting a little bit more like aggressive with that schedule but then on the back end they also kind of i mean the, the like two times that that this has happened in recent times feels like they've also given a little bit more like on the back end it's like they really like reward the paying people and then but then on the back end of it once it becomes farmable it's like okay like here you guys go. Like here's double drops for a week and here's like stuff that helps you guys out. Yeah. That's how Leo was. And then, I mean like same thing with Jabba. Jabba had what three wrecks that were, or one wreck went farmable the day of the event. Right. And then two of them were not farmable, um, like from a node at least perspective. And then, and that was kind of unheard of. We had always had one, one marquee, for Galactic Legend that started the day of um the event. But I, I do feel like they've gotten a little bit more aggressive. So I don't I wouldn't be surprised. Especially yeah. if she's if she stays in the journey guide like some of those other events that we've had like around this time frame. Right. If um, she stays in the journey guide, I, I don't care if they release her the same day. I'm not gonna get her that day. Right. Um uh, but it, it it'll matter less than to me, so one we lost. Uh, we lost Fatal, and two uh, to answer um, Zeroth earlier. It was December fourteenth, so I guess it was the event for Afra last year. So I guess Santa was the same day then. Uh, she was the next day. <laughs> okay, so so the event started and Santa hadn't been released yet. <laughs> like, they, no one can can open. Yeah, no one can get this character. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be I wouldn't be too surprised if they're like, here's the kit, here's the last character you need, go for it. You might be out. right actually now seeing this and seeing that uh, uh Santa dropped on the same day that that might be how they do it again then. Yeah, but I mean, if she's if they stay in the journey guide and you can just unlock her whenever you unlock her, it bothers me a lot less than if it was like the um Jedi Cal event where they drop her and you either wail that day or wait for months like that. That annoys the hell out of me. But if I can unlock her a month or two later, that's fine. Like it'll be annoying because of who we fight in GAC, but I can deal with it. I'll yeah. be able to challenge my Galactic Legends, and I won't be <laughs> able to challenge theirs. <laughs> that's, yeah, but I actually like that. That's the verbiage that they've been choosing lately. They can challenge Galactic because it's 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 uh ambiguous enough that people don't get all pissed off herf we're talking about you <laughs> i mean herf can get pissed off or whatever so I don't underestimate that but um, <laughs> no all, I, all they need to do is follow the leia method of this is a defensive tune and right. just undersell everything and uh nobody will complain because i know i know it's drogan con uh cron and bonus turn and stuff like that but I, but i do think that uh um they're they're following this like cadence of like super high crons and everybody thinks like these these tunes are unbeatable, but then if you ever face like a Leia that has like uh or a Leia cron instead of a Drogon cron, you're like oh my god this is like night and day difference. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like the Drogon cron should be as good as it is. Like when I read it, I'm like oh that looks okay, and then what it does, I'm like oh yeah that was amazing like holy bells um <clears throat> no i mean 
that that we said that though for a long time i mean i gave fatal kind of a hard time a little bit about like you know because i and i was right there with him <clears throat> i was i was convinced afro was going to be total trash once we got rid of the cron and uh and then she ended up being able to still hold her own against a lot of things like she was obviously not quite as broken as her cron made her seem but like she ended up being okay. Same with Malgus. Uh, like Malgus's Cron was just totally insane, and now it's I don't know. It's okay. He's oh, he's fine now. He still kills stuff. <clears throat> he still tilts me pretty hard. <laughs> he still he still beats gas. I, I loved looking at the stats like halfway through the season. Or I guess two thirds of the way through a season, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, gas beats Malgus. It's not a problem." Then you look, and it's like a sixty percent win rate, and you're just like, "I don't think those Jedi Crons are doing what you think they're doing." <laughs> that 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 defense reduction or damage reduction doesn't work on his big hit. Sorry. Oh, did it not? I don't. I don't. I never tried it. It works like on everything else. It's it, freaking uh, wild. They fixed uh, yeah. it at some point this season. Actually. Oh, did they? Well, it, it was well because at one point, at one point, uh, it, I was like, okay, I'll just bring some Jedi in, uh, and you know, we'll kill Malgus. I think it's in three v three, and I was like, we, well, we, we'll take the we'll take the damage reduction Kron. Um, and then he comes in, and like, if if I hadn't had Relic eight on uh, on Jedi Luke, like Jedi Luke would have died. Like he was in the red, and I was like, that was with the damage reduction, and, like. Like this, Malgus doesn't even have health on his cron. Like this is <laughs> like that—that's crazy. And and then it turned out they hadn't fixed it yet. <laughs> that's good reason why. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually but... have a question in in regards to that. And uh, Fatal, you 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 might know this because you uh, know some interactions more. Why why is it that the seventy five percent damage reduction will work for rebels, but it didn't work for Jedi when you're facing Malgus? When he does uh, sleep on them at the start, it not working against sleep is a bug. It does work now. Oh, okay. Because, oh. Uh, yeah, I was I did that. Uh, what I told you, Zareth, I did that just uh, adrad to get the sides down, oh. and I was like, oh, this is way easier than when I was like using you know General Skywalker with with that on. Oh, I mean that that was just a bug. I think that specific interaction, right? It's just Malgus, and then all, it worked against pretty much all the other damage out yeah. there. Oh, okay. I, I I just thought it was the Jedi wasn't working, and then the Rebels was, but I guess it's bugged out. When in doubt, no Malgus just Malgus <laughs> just had a cheat code against Jedi. He was just like, you know what? These Jedi think they're safe, and they're not. <laughs> they're not I'll show Darth all. Bane. I'm a little triggered that they didn't come out with another character that started with Mal. Honestly, like I needed another Sith with that started with Mal. Yeah, it's okay. The next, the next conquest character will be another Jedi Master, and we'll have another JM something. <laughs> yeah, or or uh, I mean, I'm fine with Jedi Knight as well. Yeah, we need... JK is used a lot. I hope and that then... it's I hope that it's uh like with an R so then it's just more confusing. It's like Jedi Jedi Knight ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous like like in Harry Potter. But um but yeah, that then we're we're like, oh just use JKR and people are like I use JKR and it didn't work. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> No, you have to use the other JKR. 
you have you have to get into the uh the big debate on what is it glow people want glow for instead of just leia and i'm and i'm like the acronym game i'm i'm tired of i think for me is like do you know what i'm talking about if i say leia and i'm talking about doing insane damage or hard to beat i think you know what i'm talking about right yeah rolo. i thought i thought you meant rolo yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not on squad glow or any of that i still type uh, cal2 instead of jcal it's oh. just like habit and people know what i'm talking about when i say cal2 so i'm going to keep doing it for, for me like glow worked for obi-wan if, if you wanted to do that i i never really was on that board with that to be honest but like i can understand how that would work for me i'm like just type one extra letter just like instead of glo <laughs> type l-e-i-a and you'll just mm -hmm. keep it right you have to hit the shift for the capital so are you really saving time uh, right like hitting shift <laughs> for, th for three letters or yeah yeah exactly. yeah <laughs> Oh. Yeah, but it triggers so many people to call Leia Glow. <laughs> that makes it completely worth it. Completely worth it. It does have its own intrinsic value <laughs> in that sense, yeah. <laughs> like I said, as long as I can tell what you're talking about, uh, that's all I care about, the acronym game. Oh, man. The, the second they released Leia, I was like, oh my god, Galactic Legend Organa, this is perfect, Yes! <laughs> let's let's go mess with people oh man i feel like fatal server was like the the hot spot for the the original glow debate i mean yeah but that's because when people are using it for jmk at least in my case and a lot of other ca people's cases that we saw <laughs> it was like the fuck are you talking about <laughs> like <laughs> boomst yeah. I, I don't know i mean she had like Glow actually fits Leia because it's actually like the letters of her name, right? Does she have General on it or is it just Leia? I don't remember. Uh, it's Leia. just Leia, I think. It's just Leia Organa. So, like, I thought Glow was Galactic Legend, and then they just put Organa on. That's that's what see, and that's what confused me originally. I thought they were going with like Galactic Legend Organa, and that was Glow, but apparently that's not even true. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just Leia Organa. It, <laughs> the, the... Galactic Leia Organa. The, the the glow for Leia was yeah. just just to mess with people. Just, yeah. At least when I said it, it was literally just to restart a debate that's two years old that pissed people off. Because I think it started in her general negativity channel, and why not trigger people in that channel? <laughs> yeah, I don't see why we should uh, not trigger people. I mean, just just like casually do it. I mean, that's that's doing the Lord's own work there. I think that's that's <laughs> right. important, guys. Right. Yeah, uh, uh, it it is a funny thing. Like the community, it, I I always found it really interesting. Find it interesting is how how we slowly like get to the point where everyone just calls calls it one thing. Like slowly, everything just. Yeah, some people have their own pet names for it that they say, and you're like, okay, I'll put up with it because I like you. But <laughs> um, but otherwise, I like for the most part, everyone gets to the point where we all use the same acronym or name. But it, there's not like Fox is um a really interesting one because I mean, I like uh, first order execution. Like Foe is actually also like a decent, you know, it was it was available, you know. <laughs> But for some reason, the community landed on Fox, which I'm fine with. It's just an interesting, you know. Why did why did it happen that way? No, no one's sure. 
probably because the first order server was like we care about this a lot more than anyone else we, <laughs> we are gonna push it so hard right now uh this is our chance guys we can make an impact yeah it, it is funny though to see how the all the naming conventions or abbreviations kind of float around like they just kind of naturally get there in many cases um like oh yeah and eventually it does get settled eventually you still have some yeah. tryhards like a couple of years in and, we're, and people are like no we we don't do that <laughs> yeah yeah um well like chupio that one well i remember he there was a huge fight on his naming as well and somehow chupio just won in the community so uh, getting a little bit back on point, because we were talking about uh, Bane and getting some news dropping for once on a Friday. Um, they hinted at, I believe there was some verbiage about a sea lift or something about dropping Watt. I, I don't know. I read it once and that was it. So that's me being prepared for being on the round table tonight, guys. <laughs> when did you become a clone? Uh... Um, but uh, yeah, so what are you guys' thoughts on... Uh, on uh, a lifter and uh, maybe some defensive viability for C. I mean, we haven't seen anything, so let's start the rampant speculation. Uh, I... I when I read it, I just I thought I thought it sounded a ton like it. The only difference between him and Cal was that this one did specifically say like, "Hey, he's gonna have a specific thing inside of his kit for C." Um, but I read it sort of like Cal, I think for JML, like I was like, Oh, okay. Like he, he can kind of lead or like he can kind of gather up some, some Sith that are left over. But if I had to guess what, if I just like throwing the rampant speculation out, is that like with his rule of two, if he's used with Sith eternal emperor, he's going to give him some extra stats, give himself extra stats. And so that way you can not use what but it did sound like he was supposed to also kind of be his own team if you wanted that which yeah i mean that's cool i'm good with i'm good with either way yeah i um i don't think he's gonna get used with c on defense because it's I, I mean who knows we haven't seen the kit but it kind of made it seem like it's gonna be like a rule of two situation with c which can't do that on defense or you stick him with a bunch of random Sith and be like, hey, Maul, Sidious, you're good now in GAC. Congrats. Uh, you are not just leaders of an awful Sith team because we don't have enough characters and we geared you up for a Galactic Legend one day. Um, I don't know. I, I'm excited. I haven't used Watt with Sith Eternal in a very long time, though, or at least consistently. Yeah. Um just so, take the banner bleed <laughs> pretty much i that, mean that's, i mean that's what everyone does now yeah we were, we were so spoiled with c watt for so many like years and then we're just like you know what fuck it it's just like i'll get a 55 on this yeah <laughs> no problem i probably lost like three <laughs> rounds just on banners because it's sith eternal but it's like no i'm using watt with somebody else damn it yeah <laughs> so well, if you just put Sith Eternal on defense, you just don't have to put Watt with him, then problem solved. Sorry, Fatal, I interrupted you. Go ahead, man. No, I was just going to say, how many of you, when people were saying C needs a lifter, how many of you felt like that applied to C being used on offense and not defense? 
Not at all. No. <laughs> Zero. Well, I None. so I I've, I people saying she needed a lifter. I've that's always been such a pet peeve of mine because he works so well on offense still. Um, yeah. But, so yeah. he's gonna do the thing that he already did, but better, unless somehow they're designed to get a hold with just Bane and Seth Eternal left standing. Right. Which I guess maybe it's possible that like, what, it, maybe the design of the character so that like, if you happen to kill Bane and C last, then the unique gets to come online because it's unique or something. I don't know. But like, Wait, that, that sounds like very complex coding for CG. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's like the, what everyone like was like, well, just make sure you don't kill a team with Wampa and like right. or like leave him last or something like that. I was like, what? <laughs> so well, what do we live? <laughs> I was gonna say, Lord knows that whatever CG intends, the community is just gonna do what's maximum efficiency. So I when Nanda was talking there, I kind of <laughs> thought I was like, Oh, I could see that happening. Like you might just you might just leave C Watt on offense or C leftover Sith, whatever you've been doing. And then if he's half decent and he pumps up kits, I mean you know, something like Atreus Savage is already, you know, a nightmare. So if you have a non-GL, like, extra nightmare team and just slap some more Sith in there, again, we got to look at the kit or whatever. But, um, you know, everybody's saying uh, Siri, four, four Omicron teams. Well, how about uh, how many how many Omicrons would we be up to on that team? Five? Like seven. <laughs> Six, <laughs> if you would get Talon in there, I guess, too. Like, uh, <laughs> so to me, yeah, Talon, Savage, Atreus, yeah. uh, and then, yeah, Triple. That's okay, Daka Watt, Zombie Bane. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one too. I mean, <laughs> I steal we're your joking, but <laughs> we're we're joking, but that is the state of defense in this game right now. Like it's, I mean, you're just that's all you're doing is you're combining teams to get even a sliver of the def- defensive viability right now. Yeah, I I mean, I think. I just I just keep thinking of like for Bane, I, I feel like he's going to have similar wording to at least for the rule of two thing. It, it's going to be like Wampa where he just if you add any more than that, it, you like it, it won't work. But then when when it's just the two of them, it's that you're like, yeah, that's that's actually pretty scary. Um, yeah. You know, they, they get some kind of awesome bonus, which honestly I'm fine with. It's a little sad to me because I, I actually just this year I read the I reread the the Darth Bane trilogy and it's not like I loved the character too much but it was kind of cool and like he's just so he he was so obsessed with um you know like just being dominant and really powerful and having him be like kind of subservient to a galactic legend is just a little bit sad from a lore standpoint I guess but I mean from a game standpoint like Sith Eternal could like he just kind of needed a little boost. It was like, oh yeah, like we you kill Ray with him. And then Ben was like, um, I'm yeah. just gonna put healing immunity on you forever. Yeah. Right. And and you'll die. And he's like, Yeah, damn it all. I guess I'll sit on defense and cut my fingernails. Ben, ben was the day I stopped using Watt with Sith Eternal. Was, well, I can't two-man Ray, so yeah, right, like you could get... take something else. Yeah, you like you could you can get still get through Ray sometimes if if you have to take a lot more characters and then right. drop a lot more banners and and then it's it's still like sometimes it still doesn't work that well so uh, you know and he used to kill Kenobi really nicely and um, I don't know like like Kenobi just the other day I tried him against Kenobi 
I thought, was that yeah and yeah and he just like chew like he just died so fast kenobi and company i think at the end of the day i was like oh thank god like i actually won but just because the ai was super dumb it wasn't it was like <laughs> I, it wasn't because it should have happened i got into a pinch and i did the same thing zareth and uh took him against a foresight cron one because i didn't have any other options and I blinked and he, like he died on, on, he, he wasn't even the last person to die. He died on like a, I think just a regular assist. And then he had, <laughs> uh, um, uh, Leah Cron and, uh, Ahsoka and they, and, and Kenobi did his attack and they just killed from start to finish. Like I, I, I didn't even get to like when the alt, you know, you're, you're like timing it. You're like, Oh, maybe I can get this alt off with a sliver and then have a easier cleanup at least. No, just, just got ran over by foresight Cron. And I'm like, okay, cool. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's how it is now. Yeah. Very well. <laughs> and I think I had the I think I had the GBA armor what <laughs> like all the overkill set. I think that's what I brought in. So or th Thrawn or set one of the two, but it, it it was pretty much the load up as much as you can. So as much as we say, like when Fado was saying earlier, like you know, does does he really need help on offense? Like no, but kind of like he's he's good at what he does, but I mean he doesn't beat everything, and I mean. Should GLs beat everything? No, but I mean, there are some that kind of are Swiss Army knives. Like Leia will be that moving forward. SLK kind of is that already. So. Also, I was going to say is like, so what is the hope that just he helps you not die against JMK? He helps you kill Leia and Jabo, who you would normally time out on. Like that. That's it. Well, he's just well, the matchup table update. Like th that's where the comparison to uh, uh, JCal is is pretty adequate, to be honest, because. What, what is jcal doing you know i mean like same kind of idea he took you know 50 percent counters and made them you know 90 percent counters i guess so um I, I think i think that's maybe what people will end up using them for if there's no defensive viability again there's no kit yet so we're just speculating right i don't know like, maybe, maybe it is that maybe it's just like you know pretty good on his own like jcal is not on his own but if it's you know uh a Basti lead or a, a J-Cal lead or a Jedi Knight Luke lead to, uh, you know, kill Mag Malgus or something like that. So maybe he does something like that and then just takes those. Yeah, because I'm sure the C versus JMK, you'd have to pull it up, but I, I, Lifetime, it's it's got to be like, it's got to be like 55% or something. It's it's not good. I know that. You know, if all he... it's... You oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, I'm sure... But... It's so, I mean, if you probably just pulled up Kyber 1, it'd probably be a little bit better. There's, I think a lot of people still try it, and they're like, yeah, I run speed sets with my C. And it's like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why. That's <laughs> all That's all I see in Erodium on, on my lower oh, yeah. account is people with 120k health on, yeah. on State Eternal, but they are like 530 speed, so... Yeah, they're, they're, it's basically they're, the same as I see in Kyber One, just with way less health. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh -oh. it's it's really it's kind of I mean I, you don't see people. I have I have sixteen mods at twenty five plus, like, and I don't spend a lot of time on honestly on that account with mods. I, I just our resources. I just can't. I, like that's it's too much too much to think about how to mod all three of my different accounts. Like that that's one of the bad things about having three accounts is I just. You, you lose you lose your ability to focus on all your mods and stuff. So, uh, anyways, I've I've sixteen of them, and that's good enough for. I only had one match this GAC season in Erodium where someone had better mods than me, and it was only by one. 
and, and every other time I I almost doubled what everyone else had. So yeah. So like, lifetime, I just pulled off. Uh, I did about as standard as a kid. I did C Watt armor set and uh, uh, GBA, and then I did uh, JMK, uh, Ahsoka, uh, Cat, uh, GK, and Padme. And this season, it's twenty nine percent in K one. Uh, probably because of Jetty Crons. Uh, lifetime, yeah. it's uh, 67.9% in K1. So yeah, a little higher than I thought. But I just know it's always like that. <laughs> yeah, you're at a sliver before you're getting that second, not even second all, like the first all, just getting cat down. They lose so much of their damage. But yeah. Yeah, that speed up made him probably just lap. That oh, yeah. poor little, that poor mm. little, no, no uh, speed C. <laughs> Not gonna lap a five thirty speed C, Ando. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They, they wouldn't need to lap him. He's he's only a hundred k health, so yeah. he dies. So uh, my 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 question is: All right, so I wonder if they expected. So uh, what my perception is, and I don't have any numbers to back this up, so I, I could be wrong. But my perception is when they released Ben Solo, uh, they uh, for conquest, uh, it didn't necessarily increase the number of people who were like willing to farm ray not necessarily like i I didn't i don't think i've ever heard someone say like oh yeah now that she's got a lifter i'm gonna like i'm gonna farm her it was like yeah like i know she's helpful but none of the characters surrounding her are that helpful and her fleet sucks and there's not not much reason you know like i heard i've heard more people say that about zori to be honest than about ben even though ben solo is amazing with ray um and so I wonder if Bane, if they if that's why they gave him a leadership and they're like, okay, but we're going to try something a little different here. Like we're going to give uh, like a reason to at least, because there's also people who probably, who just took off that conquest. I, I have had a few, I, I don't know if you guys have heard it. Like a few people are like, yeah, I just decided not to work that hard in conquest for those times because I don't have Ray. What, and what good is he doing for me if I don't have Ray, which it's hard to argue that like what, what good does he really like? He's worked okay on my alt at, with like Star Killer, but that's that's more novelty than anything, you know. It's not nothing, nothing that great. I'm wondering if Bane will be primarily used as a lifter for Sith Eternal, with uh, the added utility of turn polisher for a Sith like Darth Maul. It's kind of what my my well, read so on it is. Would you guys classify because they were talking about okay next. One is going to be light side. And I think I saw a comment that was, oh, I wonder if that's, you know, a lifter for JML. And do you, do you guys consider uh, Jedi Cal like lifter for JML or or no? Yeah. Like, I know it's not a conquest tune, but do you consider that lifter for him or, or is he a, his own thing? Well, so I think it depends how you look at it. Because if you look at the top JML squad right now, it's kind of filthy. Like... You stick the top five Jedi on it, or top four Jedi other than JML, and it's like it's it just killing almost everything. I don't think JML needs a lifter. JML needs a smarter AI or something. Um, because, like, if you put Jedi at Luke and Jedi at Revan on Jedi Master Luke, it messes up a lot. It just messes up a ton of teams. Then you add Jedi Cal to it, and good lord. Um, he needs a lifter in context of posting on defense so he cannot die to General Grievous in the year 2023. Yes. Yes, yeah, that's fair. That. That's fair. That, that's why I'm wondering if they're starting to do this, because like when 
when they did the gas and Jedi Knight Luke nerfs for the defensive penetration, um, they kind of had said that like we want you know make make Galactic Legends great again kind of thing was the the message I think that they put out about it. And now in the meta where we are now, like it's they're like oh you know off meta killing GLs we don't care about that like I, I mean or or maybe they do and maybe they're trying to go back to that and put some defensive viability on. I would love it. I'd be all for that. Um, it, it, I think it would help the game, at least the way I play, because I like to set a hard D, but uh, it, it is a little disheartening where, like, the only thing you can hide in the back is, like, flavor of the month, you know, GL with their cron, because if you, you know, do a kind of generic GL or something like that, it's like, okay, I have five things that can counter that right now, and and, and I saved three of them because I only used two in the front, or I saved two because I only used three. This was the month for me where the I did the math, and the math said you you were throwing for putting Jabba on defense and then we got a new set specifically <laughs> as far as I could tell for Jabba and that math did not change it was like, no it did not he, he's still screwed so like this set hurts Jabba on defense <laughs> more yeah. than so it fa- helps so <laughs> Fatal what you're saying is uh, 2024 when we're doing roundtable in December again we're going to be talking about Jabba lifter because <laughs> he's not viable on defense anymore. They're going to make a rule of two for Java, <laughs> <laughs> so that you can use all your hot cartel separately. That'd be great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't mind a new hot uh, cartel because the other ones, like y- your viability options, are: am I putting Boba in or Embo? That's that's about. I mean, I know that yeah, Gamgard at high relics is still up there, but for the majority of what people have farmed. Rule of two sounds like a um, a weight loss program for him. Like two, only two snacks per day, Jabba. <laughs> Poor guy, We're going to turn that slug into a worm. Uh... <laughs> I, I don't know. I kind of, one thing that I did kind of like laugh at in the, um, the Bane like post was, it was like, you know, the, the phrase of, you know, it's going to be competitive with, GLs or something, whatever they say. Challenge GLs. Yeah, yeah, challenge GLs. And I was like, what GLs are we challenging? Like, what GLs like do we need to challenge at this point? I mean, I know there's always the newest one, but it's like, I I don't know. We really are just gonna get to a point where it's just like, I'm gonna just throw JML on here just because they've got squads that challenge GLs, and I've got squads that challenge GLs as well. Like, I don't know. We're just getting to the spot where. I mean, you've got SK, you've got Afro, you've got, you know, we're going to have Bo-Katan here soon. We've got Malgus. We've got, there's like so many that quote unquote challenge these GLs. And it's like, we just need more GLs at this point, I guess. I don't know. Well, <laughs> we're gonna, yeah. We're... How, how often on defense do you use a non-GL to kill all the GLs? And then you get to that like one non-GL team on their defense. You're like, well, crap, I, I actually need a GL to kill this team. Like, yeah. Uh, because you get to like Treya and Savage with a ton of defense, and you're just like, "All right, well, I just off meted Nobi, Jabba, and Lord Vader. Let me uh, let me use my GL that I have on yeah. offense on this Treya team. Yeah, let me use Sith Eternal here. <laughs> yeah, my right. my Professor X account. Like, uh, one of the reasons I was gunning for Jedi Cal so hard was I was so tired of jumping through all the hoops. Just so I could use Jedi Master Kenobi to kill Malgus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like 
when you have limited galactic legends and it's just like all right this is the one consistent way to kill him but without use you know jedi cal was gonna be great and then of course of course right when i unlock him they're like oh by the way you're gonna want to use cal with jedi master luke to kill leia so he's not gonna be available to kill malgus (laughs) right i was like hey kenobi kenobi (laughs) you know what you know what you're doing We're, we're jumping through hoops again, guys. <laughs> I'd like it if, like, when you were talking before about Ben, like, I would like it. Ben is the one that is kind of hard, you know, coded to go with Ray because, yeah, I know he can work with uh, JKR, but that uh, that's not how, or Jedi Training Ray, sorry. Uh, but that's not really doing anything. And, uh, like, for me, the ideal, like, thought is, is like, Maul. Maul with LV. Because, like, Maul with LV is, LV without Maul is not very good on D. I mean, with Krons, like, you can do some fun things with Krons and, you know, you know get some LV Inc. Team go, teams going or whatever. Um, but uh, when Maul can go on his own team and with proper modding and one jitted Krons are gone, like, be able to take down a, a Kenobi team. Like, that's kind of the trade-off that I'd like to see. Like, I, it needs to be a hard, hard decision for you to pull off, you know, a lifter that's that good. So that that's what I would like to see, where it's like, okay, see, on defense, he's not trash. People will say he's trash, but I mean, yeah, he's trash if you're using, you know, OG Maul or, you know, Sid with him. Uh, he's not that trash if you're putting, you know, Savage and Treya, which is, this is a big ask on that, but... Um, so I, I would just like that where it's like, okay, he's kind of trash if you're, you know, using generic C, but if you're using Bane and him and puts him to premier D or you can use Bane on offense to kill, you know, call it a, a equivalent of a Kenobi, a GL or something like that, the specific one. I'd like, I would like to see it land somewhere there. And this, this is kind of just the thing in general, right? Is This is why 3v3 has been kind of just a more fun mode than 5v5 for the last year. Is because in three v three, GLs are still GLs. Yeah, yeah. There, there's absolutely. not twenty. Pl- there's not. We're probably almost approaching thirty off meta counters for GLs in five v five. In three v three, nah. There's some <laughs> maybe, but like, you you got to be prepared. Like the entire thing that made GAC fun to begin with was like figuring out all of these crazy teams that are like as powerful as a GL. And it doesn't really matter when GLs aren't as powerful as GLs, so GLs don't demand GLs, so demanding GLs with non-GLs also doesn't matter. So, like, 5v5 just needs help, I think. I mean, the last couple of seasons haven't been too bad, but I definitely think towards the end, people were starting to solve it, that, like, we kind of got out of Dodge just as things were looking a little bit rough, I think. Well, and and Fatal, too, you, like, I've said this before, uh, like, for defense specifically because i like putting a really hard defense down too it's just becoming the cron show and and i think what you were seeing where it was okay for 5v5 for a while was we we had back-to-back like really strong cron sets right where the 369s were good the stats were all good and now we're going into okay so we still have the yufu crons which are good and the stats are good on those rebel crons obviously too um but the new set the 369s are good but the stats are atrocious and you know, I, I we won't know what the next set is, but like those those three, six, and nines, they can do some stuff on offense. And I know Jabba can be kind of hard on, but I'm already seeing some off counters come for 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 that Jabba Cron too. Um, or sorry, the Bush Cron. Um, so yeah, I if if they keep Cron's powerful, which I know that's gonna ruffle some feathers because people don't love 
Kron's, well, some don't or whatever, but I'd be okay with that. But I, I completely agree. Um, they, they need to do something and I get the board expansion is more time and blah, 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 but they need to do something to make uh, defense a little bit more viable because there's just so many options now. And, and, and I know this is a high, high game thing, but it, but it kind of isn't because when you don't have enough and then you open up the back, what are you facing? You're, you're facing like one G12, like a, like a G11 Zori or something like that with no cron, right? Because that's all they have. So it's kind of not just a top end thing only. It, it, it's kind of across the whole game that there's not a lot of viable defensive teams out there that aren't lifted by crons. I mean, at this point, I mean, where, where we're all living you know, in Kyber One, yeah, every team, like, if someone, I don't know when the last time was that I saw someone didn't place a cron on, like, it It, it was like a, yeah. oops, uh-huh. they, they must have forgotten because they have more than enough, uh, you <laughs> know. I mean, I expect th- it to happen next week with the first match of 3v3, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Well, it's but but like I feel like datacrons at this point. It's it's just the same as you you're like clicking on things. You're like, oh my gosh, I, I I'm sure he just didn't realize he didn't have mods on Ray. Like I don't think that was intentional. Right. You know, but like for us, uh, you know, it, whereas when I was in Bronzium, that just kind of happens sometimes with, with my smaller account. You know, and and probably Chromium before that. Like, uh, you know. People just forgot to put crons on or put mods on, and that's okay, you know. But I feel like crons do lift everything, but at the same time, that's just what we have to be used to now. Like everything, we live in a cron world, and that's uh, it's just what we have to, you know. Like I said, I don't hate that. Like I like I like crons a lot, and I like the theory crafting tied to crons. That's my most fun thing. Is, is like you guys know that the the weird Yufu teams I've been setting is uh, like in fatal in your channel. I posted my. Uh, reva lead with slk and malikos and everybody was like what is this and i'm like it's getting me holds <laughs> i don't know what it is but it's it's working and and that team doesn't you, you can't put that down you know when you don't have yufukrons that have stacking d and, and these insane stats and stuff like that so i love them and if they kept going at that rate i'd be okay with it um but yeah outside of that unless they are are doing some really powerful crons and and trying and and i mean stat wise too not just not just the abilities or whatever trying to tout the new conquest thing i i do think short of that then they need to look at trying to switch it up somehow yeah you've one of the things that you kind of touched on in there was um the fact that we had a couple of very busted defensive stat focused uh cron sets like right in a row i mean you went from the thick crons to the all right now we have 300% defense that's stacking 200% crons. Um, that's why I like this new set so much better right now, because it's almost like a balance. Like, yeah, you make Java super OP against Leia, but there's a trade-off to it. With with the past two cron sets, it's like, no, we're just making everything super OP. There, there really is no trade-off. Like, go. Good luck. I wish you luck on all things. You're going to need it type of situation. I like I like in terms of theory crafting or coming up with a strategy when there is it's not you can't make a perfect team essentially. It's like all right, this team is going to be flawed this way. This team is going to be flawed this way. Like Java, if I take it on offense, it's going to just eat Leia. If I put it on defense, it's going to be eaten by something, everything. Uh, 
probably Rebels again. Um, of some variety. I, I like I like that a lot better than this team is just going to be a brick wall. Go kill a brick wall. Yeah, I don't hate that, especially if the the six and the nines are powerful as well. Where you 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 can still do theory crafting. It's just not where you have okay stacking defense and then add a 300% defense on top of that. And then it's multiplicative, not additive or whatever, how it's calculated. And yeah, it just, so you don't even have to do anything. And I, and I'm okay if like the theory crafting is okay. We have the stacking defense thing. Now, now let's look for some defense tunes or, or do a savage lead or something like that. You know what I mean? To, to keep, keep theory crafting still there, I guess. The one thing I, Oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Solo. Uh, I was just going to say the one thing I do wish we had on this set was not like a max of 100% armor penetration because we're going to be fighting 1200% defense Ufus and they're like, here, take 100% armor pen. We've reduced it for you. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. You'll take what you get and you won't complain. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I... I agree. Like we, it would be nice to have another tool on offense like that. Uh, the, the, the compounding defense things. I mean, Ufus really do reign supreme. When I, I was making my three v three off meta video uh, a couple days ago, and when, when I was looking at things like Fatal's right, uh, by the way, there's there are a few decent off meta counters uh, in threes, but for the most part, like it's it's dangerous, man. Like you, even even the most for sure ones are like sixty percent. You know, like it's 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 a dangerous place for off meta, and uh, you know, like you really have to go into it with a mindset of, well, if I could get a few of these with one shot and a few of them multi shot, like that, that'll be enough. Um, but but the thing that I really noticed, the trend was Ufus are the faction right now, at least for off meta stuff. Like the ones that counter everything, there, there's the Seer Malakos one that that counters everything, at least to like they're they're all they're all like twenty percent or higher. Like some of them significantly higher, but like they're all, it's like, oh yeah, like if you get desperate, the, the Seer, Cal, and, uh, and Malico's team will has a shot against most of them. Um, and then Starkiller, obviously, like there's the you know, Vader lead build and, and the Emperor Palpatine lead um, that, that we all use. Uh, and, you know, so that that's mostly Ufus. And then uh, Inquisition are also Ufus. And those are the three, those are the big three in 3v3. And they don't counter everything. And it's not always high percentage, but it's a, it was a really interesting thing to observe. In fives, like, yeah, it's the Wild West. Like, you, you just got, you have, you have five or six answers to most GLs, at, at least to some degree. Um, but I, I will say this new, the, the smuggler or the scoundrel cron that denies revives, like, all of the off-meta stuff in threes, the counters Keno- the counters Jedi Master Kenobi uh in threes, all of them rely on revives. It's like oh, yeah. negating I- what cat can do to you. And cat <laughs> so Kenobi on defense is like you use a GL or you don't escape. <laughs> Just an interesting, I don't know. Like look, I had never really framed it in my mind of like Ufus are in fact the most prolific off meta thing going on right now in the game. Um Maybe everyone else had already, uh, you know, processed that and moved on, but I thought it was interesting. I'm wondering what, like, viability, because there's all so new, and they're new with the Krons that they came out, because Malikos got his, and then Siri's not even that old. 
behind Malikos, not even Cal, to be honest, too. So I'm kind of wondering uh, how the viability will be when the Crons leave and not specifically for like just the Siri Malikos team because they'll be good and they have, you know, four armies supporting them. But um, like if you are trying to split them out and stuff like that, like I wonder what uh, Inc. SLKs will do, you know, once Crons are gone and stuff like that. Um, and if they'd still be viable for beating some stuff on offense. What would you guys do if CG was like, all right, we're just taking a break from Datacrons. Like, we're just kind of tired of them. Uh, we're just giving our guys, uh, I don't know, a break. Like, we're just turning them off. I don't know. We'll let them expire, and then we'll have, like, half a year, no Crons. Like, do you think that could be a positive thing, or do you think that would be? I, I don't. I don't think I would like that. I would be curious to know what you guys think. And then, of course, the people listening are going to be like, "You guys are all elitist a holes and don't represent <laughs> us." That you don't know what it's like in a rhodium, man. I'm like, I, I, I actually, do. I would hate it just because of what we just talked about. Like, Krons is the way to do theory crafting, or just fun things on defense, and just figuring out different things. Um, Especially because all the kits nowadays are locked behind. Like, look at all the new light side. It's like, unless the whole team is light side Mandalorians, this team will suck balls. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're right. I'm sad for Wookiees right now, by the way. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I like having a pet team on every defense, man. It was just encouraging. I don't know. I was like, oh, there's your Wookiees. That was <laughs> even even Wookiees. At least it's like only need three and, and i've abused the hell out of that i'm like oh grit cron get barris in there maybe i can get let's get a stew going <laughs> i mean it didn't work out but at least like half the fun is just coming up with things sometimes they work sometimes they don't I feel like that's like an ewoks attitude like they see a person they're like let's get a stew going <laughs> <laughs> hey han come over here <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Nisa bug. If they see a person, you're an Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. If you take away Crohn's, I think... Like, the vanilla game, it was getting boring. Let's yep. let's be honest. It was getting boring. Um, you can only take CLS against gas every 12 times per season, every season. Like, so many times. I I'm I'm very I'm I'm very happy that they actively looked for a way to spice things up. Yeah, I, I mean, well, yeah, I I love I think that they're great. Honestly, they they really spice things up, and I think one of the things I like the most, and I know it's kind of niche, but. I like like a lot of people say in my videos you know, in the comments of like oh well thanks for like showing us how to do this you know like getting me into trying these because they're able to punch way higher in GAC because that they don't face people who place crons like people just don't bother with them at, at a lot of different levels which I mean that that's kind of damning on some other levels I guess but I do like that they're an opportunity for people who are more interested in the game and the more you know invested in the game mode that you, you can go a little harder if you want i'm at the point where i, I feel like datacron's almost aren't even enough spice like i could use another layer of something oh you could yeah no I, I i think i agree i don't know what it i don't know what the solution is yeah um so i i you know i can't pretend to solve the problem but i i do i do kind of agree there um 
or maybe or maybe it's just that the datacrons last four months like i'm one of the ones that when datacrons were three months i kind of liked that better four months is just a, a very long time. i was actually just going to mention that like i i, I think the two sets when they went to that is better because it, like when fatal says he wants more uh it got a little bit of because uh, they had three running well they they ran three but the original was three running at once was it not uh, yeah it was yeah. it was yeah. three yeah, and, running at once but you had to farm a new set every month i'm pretty sure right yeah yes. i'm trying to remember that but yeah. but i so i like the two alternating because it's easier to kind of keep all things in order i guess but uh, I do kind of agree with you, Solo. Like, I, I was even going to say just a couple of weeks. Just a couple of weeks, they're starting to get, like, you know, that that last set that's done now. It's like, okay, you know, the Jedi set and stuff. It was, it was starting to get a little bit old. So, um, but that's that's more work for CG, so. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like they worked that hard on this set. Like, a No, this was a the... copy and paste. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's fine. Like, they had the holidays coming, and it sounds like they've got, I mean, if the rumor mills to be believed, which who even knows, man. But um, you know, if they're working on big changes to certain game modes uh, that are coming soon, like I'm fine with them. Like the these these ones are all crons that I, like I didn't just hate. Like if they were like, hey, let's just recycle set four, which is the dodge one, you know, <laughs> at, at like that that would that would instantly make all of us hate life a lot. But they chose one that like the Afro one was really popular the you know being able to you know auto kill or perma kill people with with your scoundrels like that there's, there's a lot of fun to be had in this set without you know and, and like making your tuscans actually useful after the depressingness of like i have relicate tuscans and then they take the raid away you're like my relicate tuscans <laughs> do what now <laughs> like it's kind of nice to be like oh they actually have a, a purpose for a couple months again yeah. yeah give them a job um I, like they chose this set to recycle it and i mean it's also the holidays coming they're trying they have deadlines i'm sure i i'm good with them recycling it but but yeah i, I think three was probably too much for them to focus on as well I, I don't know how long it takes them to come up with this stuff to be honest but i think i think the more they get out with more new tunes coming out so now they'll have a yufu set just as you know, a go-to like same like the Inquisitor set when they released it, and that that that's not a bad thing for them. Like if they, I don't like the copy paste as much, but like do a half and half. Like this one seemed full copy paste. I just, I think everybody was salivating for light side or sorry, not light side Mandalorians, but Mandalorians coming, and then you know they didn't come, and and so people are like, okay, and then you know almost everything was a copy and paste minus the stats and a few changes here and there. So I wouldn't mind just just keep it. 50 50 copy and paste some old ones and then keep some new ones in there and it keeps it a little bit more fresh i use some of those hours to develop things in i don't know i was gonna say conquest of right. like <laughs> fun <laughs> and to, to be fair with the copy and paste as well there's only so many factions in the game um and so true i if they're doing three to four factions per Datacron set, that's 18 to 24 factions that they have to hit in a single year. Like, and each faction, like they, they come out with a great level six and then they're like, oh crap, we came out with this level six that's perfect for this faction. 
I mean, the next time they're not going to be like, we're going to do a mediocre level six because we already did the perfect one last time. Like, it, it makes sense. It makes sense that you're going to repeat factions and it makes sense that you're going to repeat the level sixes because the first time they came out, they were kind of designed to play perfectly with the faction. So it's, it's fine. Like, I'm, I I have no problem with the, the kind of copy-paste job. The one thing I like that the, I say I'm going to like, the stats suck, but... I like that they are using different stats on the Krogs than they did the first time they came out. So the gameplay is going to change a little Th- bit. That I like. Yeah, that's that's good mix up. What I was going to say, Solo, is what they did wrong on this time in that same vein, too, is because there's so many factions, but because some factions are so limited and some are all encompassing, this set is perfect example because you're like, okay, got my Bushkron. There's my, there's my Hut Cartel one. I mean, yes, maybe 3v3, maybe you'll do you know, a, a second team, but probably not. But, um, and then you get your, um, uh, Jawa Kron, you're like, got my one Jawa Kron, good to go there. And <laughs> you, you get your, um, what's the other dark side one, a Tuscan, get your Tuscan Kron. Okay. I got my one Tuscan Kron. And then Scoundrels is like, give me, give me 30 Scoundrel Krons. <laughs> give me all those Scoundrel Krons. That's what I want. Right. <laughs> and that's like, you, that's why Yufus was fun. Like I, I, they should have two wide sets like rebels were great too and that's why uh there's a ton of rebels there's a ton of yufus the ones that are light side dark side like scoundrel too are a lot more fun too because you can you know pop slide a scoundrel in this team that doesn't really hurt anything and oh he's got an ability to block six on it and and that can mess some stuff up or whatever yeah yeah no i i do agree with that because like i'm farming um on my alt, I don't have enough to go super wide with level nines right away. Like, I, I just don't. Um, and so I've been farming a bunch of level threes. And I'm like, okay, and then I'm going to take them up to six. And then I looked at all my dark side ones. I was like, Why do I need to take this up to six? The stats suck. And <laughs> the factions aren't very wide. Like, I need one heart, hut cartel, maybe two. I'm going to get two hut cartels because for 3v3, you're going to be able to use some of the hut cartel units elsewhere. But like, other than that, I can just leave all of my dark side ones on the set for level three and nobody would notice. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know about... I was looking at Mob Enforcers, Kron, and I was like, I wonder if we could find a use for that. I don't know. Probably not. Seems okay. I mean... I can find a use. The question is, you have a good use. Seven or or eight, then yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just go do that real quick. (laughs) Honestly, I've been using ETH cough lately, so I don't know. I feel like (laughs) everything's kind of upside down. But I mean, yeah, it's just because Galactic Republic keep getting spread a little bit thinner for me. Um, So you need, you you need Galactic Republic supports for Gidme, and I'm. I'm really hoping. I don't know about you guys. I'm kind of hoping that the the death tr- dark trooper Moff Gideon is just totally awful, and we don't have to make uh, an Imperial Remnant faction. He so won't then, be awful. I could probably uh, that. I'm, I'm already so. probably going to use him with Maul ISC Dark Side. I plan uh, on using him with Lord Vader as a tank, and I I want him to be awful so I don't have to read his kit again. They they built him to like hard counter should like seer lead, so yeah, like let's counter which fatal you said seer. Oh yeah, teams with reactive terminator whenever you hit them or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, 
he punishes them. So his oh. use case is all but guaranteed. Yeah, it's funny how nobody's really been talking about that. You're kind of right here. It's like the kid came out whatever ago, and yeah, they will do stuff. <laughs> but I, I've just been looking on it, like I said, for because I, I I took ISC and guard to R7 and slapped a crap load of offense and tenacity on them. And I, I'm just I'm like, well, I'm committed now. I'm kind of pot committed to this. So <laughs> let's let's see what I can kill. And now Jedi Crons are gone, so it should be a little easier. This yeah. is probably the Conquest units. Is like you get a kid reveal, and then you're like. Okay, I'll I'll get back to me three conquests from now. Yeah, no, totally right. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. And then too, like you get within at least the pace that they've been going recently. It's slowed down a bit, but within three months, you also probably get three to four characters as well on top of that. Plus, usually like some sort of news of like a legendary release or something like that. Maybe even a galactic legend. Like we had. What was it? It was Leia plus Cal plus all the wrecks for both of those. And then yeah. one of the Conquest characters. Oh, Malikos, right? Like it was like all kind of that like time era was just super congested with figuring out what you got to do. Oh, and then we had Leviathan around the same, like kind of like it, they were all like within, I feel like a few month time frame. Yeah, we we got a lot this fall. Like between between July and now, we got yeah. a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like that's why, like when they do kit reveals for conquest characters, it's like, dude, there's gonna be different data crown sets and like a bunch of new characters. I don't yeah. like. I I kind of just like I I like reading new kits, but it's just like I have a hard time caring about reading a conquest unit until it's like close to unlock time for them, and then yeah. it's like. You know, I'll I'll read it at the time that it comes out because like, sure, why not? But past that point, it's like I just forget that character for like two and a half months. Yeah, right. Because oh. why you you read it the first time, you're like, oh, I'm gonna do this, this, and this, and then you can't do it for three months. It's like such a tease. Um, right, well, I, things things change, anyways. You know, you're like, oh, right. there's a GL now, and they take this character I was gonna use, and now we can't do that anymore. Right. I, I I mean that's I was so hyped for Malakos. I was really excited. And then the hype actually paid off for, for once. Like the, the usually I'm like, oh, this character is still cool, but not in the way I thought it would be. Okay. <laughs> you know, the, it kind of kills the hype for me. I'm like, yeah, I'll still use them. It's fine. It's cool. You know, I'm I'm used to being wrong about certain things, you know, things like that sometimes. I you know, maybe often. Who knows? But uh, but this time it was like, oh, he pretty much works the way I thought he would. <laughs> yeah, like this is awesome, and I've been having yeah, so much really fun good. with him. Yeah, yeah, get Muff Gideon. I, I think maybe it was also, I, and I'm not saying this is the right way to approach things, but uh, like the second I saw that he was territory war Omicrons, like I, I just immediately was like, I'm a little less interested because I, yeah. I just don't i don't take territory war seriously right now that much you know and, and so you know the my potential use for for those it's like yeah maybe i i have the trench leadership omicron now like yay that's cool i guess but like i i just i don't use them in meaningful ways usually you know like I, the most meaningful way i could use them is put them on defense because at least then you have to force someone else to use something meaningful against them uh but I don't, I don't know like territory war is just for me such a 
and I know this is an unpopular opinion in this uh, August group of um, powerful adventures, but uh, you know, you guys love you, you guys love territory war, and I just I don't that much, and it's it's just like I'm not going to enjoy this character in territory wars. Probably I will enjoy them elsewhere. I hope, but those Omicrons probably don't apply to me nearly as much, and so. Uh, you know, and a lot of times Omicrons are what makes like if you try to use Malakos in a non-GAC setting, <laughs> and you're like, "Hey, go go assist." He's like, "I don't do that here." <laughs> <laughs> well, that yeah. that's like Star Killer. Every time I, you see Star Killer with uh, right. uh mainly in Conquest because I I don't do it in TW, but it's like you use EP and you use his basic, and you're like, "Hey, assist, asshole! What are you doing? Why aren't you a oh?" Damn it! Oh yeah, you you <laughs> suck here. Yeah. yeah, you're like I should have just put put like Thrawn on your team too. Like who even cares? <laughs> yeah, we need to get back to that actually because that was kind of a fun time where where it's like, hey, we we gave you this new tune. It's really fun and awesome, but it completely sucks in either Territory Wars or GAC. You know, vice versa. So here's another tune that we're gonna make him do the same things that is useless elsewhere, aka Juhani. <laughs> <laughs> No, wait, with this game could use more Juhani. So like, I keep waiting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah, they need more of that. I think that'd be yeah. great. I think they're gonna well, do a Jabba's totally. Palace release where they um they they release uh what's his name? Bib Fortuna for the Jabba team, and they release a Beastmaster guy, like the Rancor Master for Wampa, and it, it turns Wampa's Omicron into something useful. You know, in territory wars or something. <laughs> Here's my challenge to CG if any employees are watching right now. I want them to release a, because they've gotten away from old tune uh, Omicrons too. I want them to release a uh, Omicron for one of the like OG kit ones that had single sentence abilities. <laughs> and the Omicron and has to, the, the Omicron has to be less words than the abilities, but still be good. <laughs> Go. <laughs> They're not amused. <laughs> the the one <laughs> sentence if, if all all your galactic republic uh uh jedi get 30 percent extra tenacity <laughs> leaderships whatever yeah yeah like eth koth's leadership is a great example of why we need a few sentences please <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i wouldn't mind that uh to get more tw and gak integration for yeah you put a lot of you know you put a lot of effort into some of these things they're kind of doing it in the sense of like i guess if you want the whole series team but people aren't using it like that so like uh cal and then fulcrum you know you're like okay here well the ufos are kind of good without siri and malikos but then people are just putting cal and fulcrum on race so yeah um i i don't know you talk about like the the omicrons that activate other omicrons man there is nothing that makes me angrier than baby cal that has an omicron that's literally just this omicron activates this other omicron it's like oh. son of a bitch yeah <laughs> so it's it, basically two omicrons for one for that, one, yeah. that one, it does. That one i wish it had lazy. like extras something like it, it, it would feel better if it was like hey and also you get like extra 30% crit damage and 30% right. health sure. or something. Yeah, you just, know, like something. Throw us a little bone, anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, we, can, we can 
we can use Juhani as an example of doing it right, right? Like oh, Juhani yeah. gets Starkiller to work in the mode, but also kind of reinvents the rule set for the team, makes yeah, them yeah. play a little yeah. bit differently. Yeah. Yeah. The times that I've kept Starkiller in territory wars just to mess around with it, like it, it throws me off because I, I, you know, I'm used to, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time and effort trying to map out how to play Starkiller in, in GAC. And then, so of course it's going to be a different experience in territory wars but like toward the end of every fight i'm like all right i'm starting to get the hang of this oh i'm about to time out but but like <laughs> it's it is it's cool it's different i i love that that's a uh, yeah juhani was the non-lazy and really cool way to do to do that um as opposed to i agree like the cal just unlocking Ful- they're like oh we re- didn't realize that fulcrum wouldn't be as crazy super relevant <laughs> for so like for that long but why don't we just give a different character that's like kind of related to her a, a way to for her to keep using that like yeah it was yeah. i feel like that was just the lazy way to do it it's like has cal ever met fulcrum in the lore like there's not even like a lore basis for it <laughs> right you know okay and, uh, uh, f- fucking lore whatever man the, the lore <laughs> is the better <laughs> juhani what? paired with star killer so well is Darth Vader <laughs> out here pairing with Sith the Turtle? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, like, it, like what was the base? They they were just like, yeah, let's just uh, yeah, they they oh, yeah. be on the same team sometimes. I'm not saying I, that lore has to be to check out. I don't care about that really. I just there's like not even a nod to any reason other than uh, we're kind of no, lazy. Like, the, like, I think just... the nod is legitimately. I think the nod was like the territory wars dude was out of office for like a month. And he came back. He's like, "Wait, why do we have people soloing in territory wars?" And they're like, "Damn it!" <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, we we'll just make another Omicron to make that one work inside of a squad." I was the gonna lo- say the don't... lore was we're working on Ufus. Hey, here's a cool Ufu. Right. Oh. Uh, I was gonna say, don't say there's no theory crafting viability with you, honey, because I'm pretty sure Clash spent half of his effort trying to make that work without SK. Oh yeah, he did. All he ever did was how can I get Juhani to work without SK? It was like a point of contention for him, and he never did. (laughs) Ah, he did some fun things with Cat. Worked. (laughs) He's like, let me break up these five teams. Success. Yeah. (laughs) Right. This one super team. As long as they don't use like two different Galactic Legends, like you'll probably get a hold here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Man, I honestly though, I, I I'm a little sad. Like I wish they hadn't. I, I I wish they would chain a different character to Jedi Master Kenobi and just release Cat into the wild. Like, give us some some way to let Cat just. I mean, Cat with Ray is is super fun actually. You know, because it, it lets Ray actually hit really hard on her ult. Um, you know, people survive longer, and you have an auto kill, uh, or uh, like Cat on Dash changes that team so dramatically, or on a Padme team. Like, I, I mean, I've been, to, I I love it. I've rediscovered how my the joy of it because of my smaller account. I have Cat, but I, I'm nowhere close to unlocking Kenobi, and I don't. I think that'll be the last GL I unlock on that account. You know, I might not even because like Cat is so much fun, and she gives you so many cool counters anyways like that that work uh outside of outside of kenobi i i don't know i i wish i wish they would find a way to free cat from kenobi from the vile clutches of <laughs> kenobi yeah, she's, she's fun on a lot of different teams 
Or, or same with Maul with Lord Vader. I mean, it's just hard to get away from Maul with Lord Vader, honestly, at least on defense. Like, you, you could kind of do it sometimes. Usually people are like, oh, yeah, I'll just, like, kick the crap out of this with my subpar team. I'm like, oh, that sucks, man. <laughs> Was Jedi Cal three months out from release or four months out from release for his return? Uh, four February, months. February, right? Yeah, it's four because I I was hoping to, I was ready for the oh, three. Oh, Jedi Cal, sorry. Month. Yeah, it was four. Yeah, yeah. I'm still yeah. holding out hope that we're gonna get Bode to replace Maul and Lord Vader. Make it all make sense. Like, why <laughs> the hell would you work put all this work into Dark Side Mandos if not to free up Maul at some point? Right, they put oh. a lot of work into Dark Side Mandos. I'm it's cool the as same shit. Thing. I'm yeah. yeah, I. That, like, especially when you have people like me that it's like, oh, I'm going to take a new Moff Gideon there. <laughs> like he's got he's got some retribution. He's got uh, he's got a revive. He's got some good th- uh, things that work with that team. No, I, I think though that's where like this this is where and this is why I like Territory Wars because it's a lot different than um, GAC in the sense that like there's I mean I say this because well I say this and I'm wrong because we just faced clones but like. In G or in Territory Wars, I don't know, remember the last time I really faced beyond clones, um, like the Lord Vader because of it because of Boba, right? And like the, or like Scion of Django, whatever you want to call him. That that's like a legitimate counter, but you see him all the time in G GAC. So I think a lot of Territory Wars started like uh, Territory Wars guilds started bringing Lord Vader on offense, and when they did that, they also were able to bring Maul on offense. For you can use him with Lord Vader, or you can split him off and do really cool things with him with the Gar ISC interaction as well. Yeah, no, and that's this, why this I, is like a renaissance for the Mandalorians right now. And I'm like, yeah, bitter, yeah. bitter that CG hasn't fr- like freed Maul yet because, right? Yeah, th- this is like a unique window where Bo Katan doesn't exist yet that Maul could just grab whoever the hell he feels like, and it yeah. could have been a cool moment for him. Yeah, because yeah. we were we were like I was looking at it and it's like okay, Bogaton's gonna le- take Bam and like at a minimum, I'm thinking Bam and her, you know, junior version of herself or whatever you want to call it. But and so that that does, I mean, you still have the main components for you know Candy and uh, Gar ISE, but yeah, I would I would think that we would either get our own dark side Mandalorian leader. Like through uh, pre Vizsla or whatever, or yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I like they're so good that you do definitely want to bring them on offense or yeah, do whatever you want to do with them. But they're really freaking good. They're fun to play too. Yeah, but so who does? How does CG fix the Lord Vader team? Because we know the next conquest character is going to be lights it's going to be darth bane than light side um based yeah. on meets post uh Bo is the the legendary they usually don't release big tunes in like the the first quarter first quarter of the year essentially um like so they've created this dark side mandalorian team and unless they break with tradition or precedent we're not going to see anybody to help Vader until like May. I'm I'm still team Bode unlockable and Zepho. <laughs> I'm serious. Re- Reva I... was six months after GI. Yeah. 
like depending on when so Calvary like two months from now ish. Yeah, or two, three months, whatever. I like Reva coincided with a GI return. Bode wasn't here for the first Cal return, so who the hell knows? But like Right. Sure. It's the only president we've had at this point that could like click everything into place, in my opinion. And Reva well or unlock I guess... like Mandalore or something. Oh, let's yeah. not do another unlock, please. Good lord. Uh dude, <laughs> I, I'm I tired just want... of TB unlocking more TB. Yeah, right, right. I don't want more <laughs> battles. <laughs> I was like, my guild was like, we're going to unlock TB. I was like, that's cool. Um, <laughs> just joking, but like, it's like, how, how do I transfer out of this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have fun doing that, guys. <laughs> um, um, to answer your question, Solo, I think we were talking about. Uh, you know, locked factions and stuff before. I think without CG even doing the work, this will take care of itself given enough time if you just don't gate kits or factions to uh, kits to factions. So give lots of tags. Like when a new tune comes out, like if, if you can give it a, you know, an empire and a dark side, uh, you know, scoundrel or whatever the new tune is, as much as they can, Give them tags, and this will solve itself. And and I know they're very worried about loops. I get that, I, and broken things and stuff like that. But it, it will solve itself if you just let people solve it for you. <laughs> unless, yeah. they, unless they oversolve it. Except for the well, people yeah, that's, who like they fatal don't that break, break things. It. I understand. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, but it'll say, <laughs> yeah, I I know three ways I can break that. And even yeah. even if one even if one of them doesn't work because that part's bugged and no one will find it except for. Except for me. <laughs> I actually do have plans. Because <laughs> <laughs> Vader, like, obviously is good with Empire, good with Dark Side, Yufus. But, I mean, like, you you could throw Sith on there. You can throw some other things on there. Like, it, I just don't like the way that this is going, that every kit is, like, it's like Dark Side or Light Side, and then one tag and maybe Leader or something like that. I'm like, yeah. just give me that second tag at least, please. Yeah, I, think, I mean, they kind of had to do it, though. Like, they were releasing, it got to the point where they, every release that they dropped, somebody was like, oh, look at this cool thing I did with this completely random team or this completely random tune that means nothing to it. And they were like, no, we're sick of having to send out the, we're investigating so-and-so's interaction messages. So they're like, here's here's tags, deal with it. Yeah. At this point, the the we're investigating post is just like a badge of honor acknowledgement. It's like, it is. Hey, <laughs> hey, you did good. <laughs> it's you, not you a promise that out. they're gonna do anything, but it's just like, yo, check this cool shit out. Y'all are missing out. You gotta uh, see this. Most of the time, they don't. Most of the time, you yeah. get the investigating and they don't touch it. That's what I'm saying. It's like functionally, yeah. it's just like, hey, be where we might do something, but also, yo, yeah. No, I mean that's uh, those are the messages. What that's why people like a lot of people. I they're still like you know CG. They're gonna nerf it. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like you know CG. They're they're gonna investigate it. You know, like that's that's basically. I think sometimes sometimes they'll nerf. Like that's it's pretty rare though. You know, like yeah, you could you could point at a couple of them, a couple things that piss. <laughs> you know, but but for the most part, I I don't know. Yeah, they look at it and. I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting thing. Like uh, for the game to be as balanced as it is. I, I mean, not, not that everything is perfectly balanced, of course. Um, I, you have to think like that, they, they, they don't test as much as we want them to. And yet that there must be some testing that goes on, right? Like the common thing to say right now, and it's probably 
going to get me downvoted all the way to hell. But oh. um, I like I, I think that they actually probably do test more than we think they do. It just isn't apparent the way they release things. Like they release things in a way that it's like, oh, yeah, of course they didn't test. But I, I don't know how they get away with a lot of the stuff that they have gotten, like the, a lot of the stuff that they've released without having major nerfs across the board for a ton of different things. Like they don't they don't nerf enough for it to make me think that they don't test i guess if that makes sense like i think that they i think they test more than we think i would assume their testing is done through simulation like just mass simulation basically they say like leviathan for instance they probably just said hey we have all the parameters that is the uh leviathan versus profundity matchup all right, simulate this 10,000 times and give me the results back. And then it says, hey, you won 92% of the time. They go, that's good for me. Okay, sounds good. Or whatever. And then that's how they tested. Like, or that's like how they test in a very fast thing. I'm That's my guess anyways. And that's why we get to see like the bugs because theirs is happening within like programming. We're actually seeing the programming play out. So when they, when they like approve something, they go, Hey, like when we ran our simulations on this, this is the stats that we're looking at. This is, would be our, like our, our predicted outcome of, of these fights. And they probably just do a couple of them. Ships is probably easier because it's a lot more defined, but you know, that's when, when people come up with like random squads and are putting up like different things, that's where it's probably getting a little bit more difficult or like, yeah, that like somehow they didn't count for interaction to happen and someone's doing like a bunch of extra damage or whatever like with gar ise um they they probably didn't see that kind of granular results they just saw the overall picture of like okay this is what it's doing i think if i'm guessing i think it's more so just that they're like with gar ise i feel like it's actually pretty transparent on what happened there which is they probably just tested the team for the use case that they had in mind which was maul with gideon or whatever right um you know they probably tested for that use case and when it turned out that like hey Volgar isc watt is crazy they didn't really nerf the team they just restricted you to using it for the use case that they tested for right like if anything i'm almost a little bit shocked that they didn't get a slap on the wrist damage numbers wise as well because the team is still very much fucked up. It is just oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right. Like, and anytime, like when I use that team, it, it's like I'll play in the arena and stuff. Like I still haven't found, like obviously, like I said, Kenobi, but with the Jedi Crons, I wasn't, I wasn't taking especially into a seventy-five percent. You just get locked behind somebody. It was really hard. But um, the best thing when I use that team is where you're kind of like you think you're gonna lose. It's like going bad, and then all of a sudden they just counter like two or three people to death. And, and all of a sudden you're in control again and the damage immunity you're fine and you're like oh okay i was thought i was gonna lose and somehow i cleared uh three of your bo- uh people on your board without even pressing a button so that's that's fun <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they have an insane amount of power it's just we need to see the next step still waiting yeah <laughs> it's December now. I, I think for, with getting back to the faction thing, like I think if they kind of expanded, if they're worried about broken kits and all that kind of stuff, just just open up more stuff like they did with IG12, where if he's partnered with Bam, you get the scoundrel tag. Because then, like now with scoundrel crons, like you can you can do some you know maybe weird Mandalorian things. I don't know. 
Um, it's still not a great team, you know, as far as the meta goes, but I mean, at least you can use scoundrel crons and, and there's some viability there. So try and do more stuff like that. At least, Hey, take this guy along and we'll, we'll boost your team up a little bit. I know it's still gating it, but at least it gives you a little bit of more, uh, wiggle room in theory crafting. I don't know, but I, I still really dislike how they treated that. I mean, we'll see what Bo's, Bo-Katan's kit says. It's entirely possible that Bo will just also say like, if Bam is present, all of his stuff works with Mandalorians and not just scoundrels. But like, mm. given a G twelve tag does not fix that problem. It is still right. no, it's it's still not good. I just like I said, if they did yeah. more stuff like that to, to expand that, I just really like expanded factions. Expanded, like I said, what we talked about the best cron sets are the ones that have a ton of tunes in them, right? Because you can do a lot of different fun things with them. I mean, here's the problem though: is we're we're talking about two super cool designs but two new teams potentially dark side mandos and light side mandos where's the board space especially if we're talking tw yeah and we're talking about dark side bob giddy at the same time right well that's exactly what i thought when i read the bane announcement of he lifts the the misfit uh sith and i'm like we don't need another misfit team lifted. Like that, they're just going to be. Oh, right. here's the crap. They're going to replace the crappy Sana team hiding in the back. Like, we don't need another misfit team. So everyone's just going to use them with C because there's no there's no misfit team space left on the board anymore. Well, and even for like I said, uh, like smaller accounts. I know we get wrapped up in you know high end talk and stuff, but like what I mentioned earlier about if you don't have the new shiny thing you probably have something that works just as good or maybe better than the new shiny thing. So an example, because he's just been so good for so long, is like CLS, especially if you get some cron support, you know, from Rebels or or Wookiees or, or Scoundrels. Yeah. There's enough in there. Again, there's so many tags that you can get cron support. So, I mean, if you're a smaller player that has CLS and you're going to use him on attack and then this light side, Mandalorian team beats the same thing that CLS does. Like, why are you gonna why are you gonna farm that when you already have that? Right. Well, because we need CLS this team to make a super team somewhere else. That's well, that's the way it's going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, super the super team meta is almost played out though, because even me at like eleven four, like I'm stacking teams like crazy on D, and then and taking two GLs on offense and, and clearing the board. And I'm like 11, four. I, I, I shouldn't be doing that to be honest. Like <laughs> it's like, I'm combining a lot of teams on D and uh, uh, like, I, I, I don't want more time either. I'm one of those people that like the time in the game, I'm, I'm kind of at my limit minus, you know, plus or minus like the new raid. I'm like, okay, I was doing my 2.7 before. Cause we weren't hitting the high box. Now I actually right. have to do eight runs and that's fine because it's a raid and that's what you're supposed to do. People got so complacent of whatever box you're in. Okay. Throw in my 2.7 Leia and then let's call it a day. But I mean, that's not really how raids were played before. So um, I'm okay with stuff like that. I just, you know, for something where it's overlap on a conquest week with TB and stuff like that, especially some of these like old formats that the stuff is just, God, I don't, I, every time I come on this thing, I just do a TB rant, but it's just like, it's just such a chore, especially when there's stuff lopped on top of it, right? I mean, a chore for my guild because I just <laughs> just deploy <laughs> all of the day, but. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I have you beat. I'm, I think I'm usually like 42nd in TB points on that account. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I mean, that's what's good about this game, I guess. Like, if you're if you're semi competitive and you're you're really caring in other parts, like I'm doing good in raid, raid. Obviously, I do well in T, TW, and um, it has spots for where you can enjoy the game more. But the big thing, and people have said this before, is you can kind of do that where other members in your guild will pick up the slack for you, aka raid, aka T, TB. TW is a little bit harder. It's kind of join. You have to play kind of thing, but you can't do that on solo events because if you don't do the thing, cause it's not fun, you just, you get so behind on the farming. Like I know people said, well, just don't do it, but that's not realistic in this game. If you want to be even semi-competitive, like just don't do it. Doesn't really work if you want to be semi-competitive and, and there is a limit for time for being semi-competitive and still enjoying the game. Well, that, I mean, that's the, the definition of the problem with conquest of yeah. if you take a conquest off, you're not getting that unit for months and months and months. Like ask anyone that doesn't have Ben that bought the Ray pack when they're getting Ben. And it's like 2026. Thanks to the proving grounds. Like it's Barf. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's, I mean, like you said, it just reinforcing you can't you cannot take it off if you want to be halfway decent in the game. Well, I I think the key is not to take it off entirely, but like I mean I'll I'll use this conquest as an example is knowing that there aren't that many prawns that I need to farm, I've barely played this conquest so far. I've done like maybe three or four re- refreshes combined total. <laughs> I'm, I'm refreshing myself. I'm taking some time away. I don't need to play this right now. I'll have what I need to have in the time that I need, and I'll get red box by the time later. But like, I'm like, no, I I don't want to care about this right now while I'm having to handle TB as well. It's like, I don't know. For me, for me, that's the self care. Is like, I don't think it's an everything or nothing where like you have to do treasure nodes plus red box or nothing. Just like find whatever sweet spot feels appropriate for you. Of like you know, maybe do a little bit of treasure nodes to grab the crowns you need or, you know, there's a two-month farming system now and this is the biggest difference between what we were talking about earlier and now is I did think that having three crowns active was cool, variety-wise, but I think the burnout that it would cause right now compared to... Right, you can kind of have a conquest where it's just like, okay, I've got most of what I need. And so, like, you're either on maintenance farming or reroll farming or whatever, or you just don't farm. Yeah. <laughs> just kick back. I, I will say, so I I did kind of the opposite of you. I want to have next week as my off week because I mean we'll just get some complete light, complete nights off. So I was like, let me heart let me live up to hell week. And but when I climbed through each sector, I really focused on only using teams that would finish one of the feats off. And I think I finished sector one, like two of the feats in sector two and sector five, just completely without hitting a treasure node in, in there. And I was like, this is, this is perfect. I, I'm, I'm already on my auto, except for I have to do five Ewok battles a day. <laughs> like that's, you know, like yeah. I, I can, I can put up with five Ewok bot- battles a day, like three at night, two in the morning, call it a day. Because like you said, I, Man, next week I am looking forward to Tuesday night where I just get to sit and just like do nothing, just just do nothing. It's gonna be glorious. I yeah. listen, man. I I feel like we talked about this on here like a year plus ago. Is like 
the the topic of burnout and like the way that I look at it in this game, this is a game about resource management and your fatigue is a yes. resource to be managed. Yeah. Yep. Like I there are people that can just like go one hundred ten percent the whole time and more power to it, but I, I feel like a lot of those players have also taken retirements for a while and then come back. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, but screw those guys. <clears throat> I like if, if that's the route they want to go, we'll power to it. But like, sure. Again, if if you take a break, it is hard to come back in some ways from that. Yeah. Oh no, I I agree. Um, <laughs> I mean, Gom Gom took a break and then he was like, "Oh, I accidentally quit." I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He just disappeared one day. He's like, yeah, yeah, work's busy. I'm, oh, <laughs> I'm not coming back, guys, by the way. We're like negligent parents. We're like, hey, where, where'd Gom go? Really, you're like at the pool. You're like, where'd he go? Yeah. Oh, oh. He said he was going to his friend's house and he'd yeah. be right back. <laughs> he, he said he was, he was going to go buy some cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Back. Hmm. Sorry, I just made myself sad. But um, now I, I I agree with you, Fate. Like I my my rule, people are like, man, how do you make? Have, have you have you been able to stream so consistently and make videos so consistently? And you know, like, don't don't you get burned out? And uh, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm like fancy or special or whatever. Anything anything better than anyone? My rule, my number one rule though, has been do the things that won't cause me burnout. If I think it's gonna burn me out, then just stay the hell away from it. You know, or if I'm gonna, if I really need to do it, then find a way to make it so that I'm not just destroying myself. Like I have to, uh, yeah, it has to be managed, or, or you just can't be consistent. Like if it means I'm gonna quit the game because I have to do this, you know, make a certain type of video a couple times, it's not worth it. Like if I have to do lower production value for something, uh, then I, I guess I'll just do it, you know, and that that's the content creation side of it. But I feel like it's, it's similar for this game too, of, you know, don't, don't kill yourself over something or eventually you'll just, you're just going to wander off and quit, you know? And if yeah. that's, if that's something you're okay with, then that's fine too. But, uh, you know, I, I don't really want to quit the yeah, Like I, I enjoy the game, but you, you can't, you can't drive yourself too crazy. I tried doing what Solo did of like, you know, I'm, I'm going to minimize conquest by, you know, playing everything perfectly and maximizing every battle so that like the feats are just done. And the, the thing that I had happen to me was I realized like the psychic damage that I take from just like <laughs> lazily autoing conquest and barely paying attention while I'm like, you know, watching whatever on streaming is so much less than taking conquest extremely seriously and like heavily plotting it out. I tried doing that once and I was like, not going to work. Not going to work. <laughs> yeah. I, I I will call it like, it, it's more work to do what I'm doing, but it's less effort and attention. And for me personally, like, I'm not saying that what you did is wrong. Like if anything, what you did is better, but for me personally, I'm, I'm okay with doing feats and treasure nodes auto and also autoing the board because it's, it's less strain on me overall, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. I That's completely fair. I mean, a, a lot of the feats on the treasure notes can just enter battle, hit, yep. hit auto, and make it go. Um, but, 
Yeah. Yeah, I tell I tell my guildies that all the time. Like when they're asking questions and they're kind of like, oh, I feel like I'm behind or do what do I do this, farm that, and what do I want to farm next? And uh, like we we have our guild needs, our rules of what we want, at, like any guild does. And those are the expectations of being in that guild. But every guild in this game, you know, is is, is better in one thing than another. Like some focus on DW, some focus on TB. Some are semi-competitive. Some understand what Gauntlet is, like my guild, and say, okay, we would like to be the top rung that doesn't get sucked into Gauntlet. That is what we kind of want to aim for because we completely understand that getting sucked into gauntlet is not fun because we would just get stomped and we're not even really learning anything. And, and again, we still do get sucked in, but I'm talking like one in 20 times is not bad. If it was like every second battle, then, you know, it just, it, that would strain on you. But so I tell my guildies all the time, it's like, yes, okay. Guild needs are a thing, but you can find the guild that suits you. And then from there, are you having fun? Like, I know that's so cliche, but if, if you're not having fun and this burnout is going to make you quit the game, then whatever you're advocating for, for best practice or whatever, is is really a moot point and doesn't hold weight because you're not playing the game anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and I think yeah, people lose sight of that quit. because there's so much farming and so much to keep up with. But at the end of the day, like, it's a game. Are you having fun? And for me, I, I've said this before, I, I wasn't having fun for a while until I kind of found the greater community right because you can get really pigeonholed in in this game where you know you're just staring at the screen and like i said this before this game isn't played on on your on your screen it's it's really played you know outside the game for me at least like both with crafting and planning and just you know shooting the shit and talking with your your friends and guildies and stuff yeah um so speaking of <laughs> burnout and all the geniusness that is cg scheduling um are you guys ready to start territory battles and conquest on Christmas Day? Hell yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play zero conquest, and I'm gonna play the special mission on auto, and right, <laughs> that, that will be the extent of my experience. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're they're just like, yeah. Here we know we know uh, you guys are all have off from work, so here you have plenty of time. Go do, go do. All your refreshes a conquest and have you fun. You guys don't have families, right? <laughs> right. I will say that's the other nice part about this Datacron set sucking, uh, or at least the stats sucking and the the level six is not going too wide other than for scoundrels. By the time we get to the second conquest, this Datacron set, I don't care. Like I, I I'm just, I'm not going to care because there's no dark side ones that I want anymore. I have, I have yeah. the two dark side ones that I want right now. Um, and I already have like four or five scoundrel ones. Like, I'm just, I will, I can usually red box in a week. So I don't need to play Christmas Day or Boxing Day I, or New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. Like, I just, I just won't, I don't have to and I won't because screw that. Yeah. Well said. Yeah, I think there's, I mean, yeah, that's, there's, I think that for those days for me, at least, there's definitely more important things than the game. Right. And usually those days tire me <laughs> out. So it's not even like a normal night where I'm like, oh, okay, uh, after my daily reset, I can do conquest. Like usually yeah. on those days, I'm exhausted 
And I might not be awake for my daily reset. Yeah, I'll be drunk. Most likely. <laughs> that, well, that that's okay. That's maybe why not I'll drunk, be but uh, yeah. that's why I'll be exhausted. <laughs> yeah. And I was using more important <laughs> as code for alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot <laughs> of negatives be... about hosting. The good one is I don't have to drive anywhere. Yeah. I'll be like, wow, that alcohol was kind of good. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you guys, too. We haven't touched much on uh, the uh, raid. And then um, the, today they announced uh, the Sideswipe bug fix, too. So oh, yeah, what, that's what are you guys, good. What are you guys feeling about the raid? How, how are you feeling with it? Or is it? I'll ask, is it a uh, plus or minus from crate and and how you played crate and from there because I think that's a pretty good gauge to go by for what people are familiar with. Uh, on the burnout front, it's a plus. the The runs aren't exactly very stressful. It's like one three, one three, one three, one three, <laughs> one three. Um, so uh, on a burnout front, I think it, it's a ton better. Uh, I I like. I think it's a very big plus that they made it where the average guild can have members just hit auto and get a good box. Um, I don't think it's very engaging content, but I don't necessarily need engaging content right now. Not, not in that variety. So I think it's mostly a plus it's, it's, it's fine. I, I think I described somewhere else of it's fine. It's not good. It's not great. It's not awful. It's not bad. It's, it's fine. That's that's how I feel about it. Yeah. I I'm think. yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like yeah. I I but like I like seeing that like I get a way bigger number than I did in crate. I'm like, right. oh cool. Right. Like <laughs> look at how good I am now. Right. Um, I, man, I've improved. Yeah. <laughs> at, I love the like, cheese. I'm like, I'm yeah. the king of the castle. Look at me. <laughs> I, I accidentally last raid I, I submitted with uh I knew he died too. I like, it's not, I just was in a rush and I literally click, click submit instead of the retry. And, and then like my, my score went down by like 3 million. I was like, Oh wow. So this is what it'll be like if they fix this. That's, <laughs> right. that's not good. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's, I, I, I honestly, what I like always liken it to is it gets back to me for like what started me on this game, which was, a cool star Wars experience that I can play anywhere. Uh, like, you know, it's, it's something that is like a very, like if I was just playing it in the hallway of my work, they'd be like, Oh dude, that's star Wars. You know, like they're like, that's, it's undeniably star Wars. It's very recognizable. I think it's a good marketing tool, honestly. Like, and yeah, it's just something that not many games have like expanded into like that kind of, you know, that era or not, not the era, but I guess like that, you know, specific um, entity of the battle. And that was, that's like always been one of the, the cooler things is like just recreating the movie moments that happen. I know that like you, you didn't have C-3PO riding a speeder, but you know, it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, like this is, this is how I feel like this game should be. Like, I like this. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they finally went into Endor. Go ahead, Fatal. No, I I had the, I guess, misfortune of using the single Imperial dodge comp in the very first raid run before they fixed the bug. <laughs> and my answer during that raid versus my answer now is very different, which is that, like, 
So evasion stacks weren't being consumed because people just weren't evading, but you never took damage. So what it functionally meant is your your damage was always good. All right, you, you always kept everything that you banked. Um that was reliable. That was like one team, one run. You restart if you're a degenerate who wants to do C3PO bouncing. So like you had to opt into that lunacy. <laughs> now I don't know. I, I've had several runs low roll where it's just like my characters are dodging left and right. I can barely stack evasion stacks above like 40. Mm-hmm. That's just like <sighs> I mean I figured that the evasion bug could get fixed. It wasn't working as intended. But just like the joy that I had in crit raid was if you bothered to do the mod swap if you had everything on lock pretty much everything was guaranteed to win first try. And so being in the position that the raid is where the personal box does not reward you for any investments at all, if we're talking like the relocate scale, it's like, I might just, I mean, I already did it kind of last week, but I was still able to get 17 mil, but for the most part, I might just phone this one in. And if my guild puts out a ping one day, that's like, hey, we want to take the higher boxes seriously. I'll do my due diligence, but it's just not a fun experience to be like, well, I pushed one and three, but my number right. is lower this time, so I got to start it again. <laughs> and I've got to do a 3PO bounce, so I've got to restart it even more unless I want to relocate characters for a raid. That's not going to pay itself off in eight to nine months. Like, I don't know. My, my hope for this raid, we fixed the time part. I was really hoping that we fixed the personal box, and they didn't. And I was really hoping that they would make the investments feel worth investing for the raid and they didn't so i'm overall plus but i'm a little bit sour at this point there what about you yeah i mean i'm i'm good i guess i i don't know i i i feel like for me the raid is just paused to be honest uh until we find out about the c3po thing and, and what, yeah. what that's going to be optimized like uh, you know, is that going to be the best way to do things? Uh, maybe, uh, you know, like I, I think they gotta they gotta make an announcement soon. Frankly, I mean, I, I know no one wanted that on a Friday. They're just, you know, it's like getting fired. You're like, hey, we can fire most people on Fridays. We find that that creates less of a situation. Isn't that what they they say? Like there are fewer <laughs> yeah. incidents, yeah, like in office space. And uh, you know, I think I think that's it. That's worse for the community though, because you have the whole weekend just stew over it and get pissed off, uh, waiting for the the actual fix to come in. Um, because uh, uh, there are a lot of people. I mean, it, it's funny because on my main account, I've I've just uh, you know, we're we're getting we're we're gonna ramp up to get a higher crate level, but right now I, it's like I, as long as I get a decent score, that's fine. And so. I've been I've been sending in decent scores and uh so Sarah on on my alt which is significantly fewer tools especially for that raid uh, she's just been using the C3PO spam uh, on it and she gets a consistently higher score than I I do on my main account. <laughs> I'm yeah. like oh okay like that that might be the best way to play it frankly and I don't know what to, to people are like should I put relocate on 3PO I'm like I I don't know like normally no like don't do that I'm like that's some stupid shit but uh it in the raid in the context of the raid it, it makes a lot of sense <laughs> yeah I mean it makes I, I put relocate on my main account I mean I, I can afford it on that account I just you know for me it's all just 
let's wait on C3PO if they're going to do it or not. And, uh, and, and then I'll, I'll start forming opinions on other things after that. Yeah. I, I gotta be honest. If, and I, I talked about this a little bit on Monday, but then I ran the raid and it's fresher of <laughs> man. I, I really don't want the three PO cheese to stay just because sometimes three PO escapes on the first run and you're like, cool, three PO escaped. I can submit. Sometimes you run four runs of one three one or it's actually one three one one three one three one one three. And it's like you have to do that five times for one run and because the little bastard keeps hitting a tree or exploding and you're like this is so boring and it's taking up so much of my time, 20 minutes for one run for the stupid droid to escape. Like it's, it's, it's just better. It's better for burnout and sanity to not have to do a three PO run. I do understand some accounts need three PO. Like I'm not, so I'm not dismissing that, but man, if three PO stays, I I personally am going to hate it much more. I don't think it's going to stay. Like when you look at, like the bot currently estimates right now my guild being able to hit i think the 620 like it's not the 620 box but that's like the that's like the bot saying hey we think that you can hit 620 so like naturally everyone's like that puts us in what's the last one like 665 or something like that uh, it's 666 yeah yeah perfect thank you CG. yeah <laughs> per- yeah exactly so i don't think they designed this raid for my guild to hit that box within a month like not even a month yet right like well and that's that's purely because of the c3po cheese now i think obviously the build-up right they they've kept this one for they're going to keep this one for nine months i think if we all focused for three or four months we would be you know we would be there um but i i just don't think that that's what they intended and if they do keep it then i'm honestly kind of more worried about like okay they're clearly trying to open up the floodgates for the higher relics so i'm assuming a higher relic tier is coming yeah i i don't know i'll be honest well your guild and our guild and jared's guild too because hotski patrol might not do tw but they they have the accounts um i mean my main account got 13 million without the 3po cheese this time like we're not most of us are not far off from the 666 box as it is like i i need to bring a couple troopers from r5 to r7 yeah and i'll be at 14 million um yeah i just don't know if they i mean i don't know i guess the only previous one was crate um like in this format but i just didn't i don't know if they really felt like they were gonna get everyone i don't know maybe they did <laughs> when you I mean, uh like... when, when you said you got three million less i was like actually surprised because like in our guild uh and solo's right like i know i'm this is gonna come off as biased because i r-rated 3po you know as a shortcut <laughs> my my thought was that not that it wouldn't get fixed this is my justification i've said this in the discords was what i was joking about earlier about the <laughs> thanksgiving holiday into christmas i was like they have, they have the bow character or whatever they have a lot of stuff to fix before looking at that it's, it's not that i think that it's not pressing i'm just banking on getting an extra six seven runs in before it gets fixed uh <laughs> in the new year kind of thing my 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 thought is is i get what you guys are saying about the burnout but that that's all like that's always been the trade-off of the game it's like do, are, do you want to 
spend money or do you want to spend your time? Like, so I, I don't mind doing it right now. I'm not going to do it forever. Eventually I'm going to get, you know, once we're healthily above, we just got the 424 box, the last one. And once we're healthily above that, like our, our aim is we said, like everybody autoing is where we want to get with this. So we, we don't get to burn out. And uh, so, so I'll throw some more relics on and I don't really even care yeah. about having our eight three PO because he's an evasion guy and he can go on with some other guys and stuff like that. But, but everyone's kind of talking like, like solo, you, you're almost advocating for it, even though you're arguing against it because of the burnout, <laughs> but it's not like this is like, it's people say three PO cheese. Like it's the easiest thing in the world oh, where, no, you know, if you're not remodding for tenacity, if you're not throwing a health on, I know the armor build works too, or whatever. So you have to remod and, and that, yeah, you have to watch your screen. You can't just hit auto. You can hit auto and tell enrage and then look, and then you have to, you have to also recognize that I was asking why Han and, uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm getting escapes fairly easy on, on the other tunes, but Han and uh, Krex are, are not escaping. Somebody's like, oh, it's because Krex has so much armor on his kit and 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 he's, you know, hard-pressed to evade before uh, or uh, die before 3PO. So you have to watch that too. So you, it's hard to slam dunk seven runs. I know you can, but but a lot of people do like four or five and then are like, yeah, that's good enough. I lost them. Like, you know, I'll just do the rest or whatever. So again, I, I know I'm advocating, but, but it's, it's your time. You're it, how much, how much of your time and your sanity, eventually I'll get upset with it and be like, okay, that's enough of this, even if they don't change it and tunes that are going to be good. So again, I did that three PO to, to bridge the gap, but I've been telling our guilds, it's like, you know, we were talking before shores, uh, you know, a, a pre uh, pre taunt tank and uh, he doesn't have to go with it. There's other areas in the game for him. So that's, you know, a pretty easy one to do. And, I didn't because of uh, pilots and stuff like that. So uh, I'll put them on there. But uh, Zareth, you were kind of saying like, I, I don't know if CG intended this to just be autoed and, and, and how they feel about that. If, if, if in the same vein, I, I'm wondering like, how did they release a mechanic in jam and, and not intend for people to use it? Like that's, to me, that's like just as glaring as for everybody to auto it. And, and I know there's some strategies like, oh, use jam at the end to get the two light guys so you can get one down or, but but by and large, no one's using jam, and so they created this whole kit, tunes around this this uh, or, or or specific thing, and and nobody's using it. Like I don't think it was meant to be a detriment, and and if it was, that's news to me, I guess. But I mean, listen, man, they I'm not I'm never gonna fault them for taking his point. They tried something. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm here to play the game Galaxy Heroes. I think that game is pretty fun. I'm not here to play speed of bike grid. I could probably go boot up battle for a two, or I'm sure one, one of those games probably tried to imitate that sequence as well. I was like, I'm good. I don't need it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to experience it. I want to right like this whole time. Like, I don't know if people have figured out like how leads or uniques work, but like they put themselves in a position where there's just so much we don't know that they would have had to explain that you just wouldn't have had to have even like, needed to deal with if the game was just the game that we already know i it it just leaves the sour taste in my mouth of like every time i get asked the question of like oh wait so how does leia gain ultimate charge is like i don't know man <laughs> <laughs> yeah i that i she just does it right I, I think for the average person this raid is 100 percent going to be an auto raid um th throw a couple relics on go in hit auto especially with them fixing sideswipe it makes it even easier to auto because 
you can actually use those characters and get scores now. Um, I but and that that is sort of the nice part where if you want to remod and min max and get the highest score you can. Um, if you don't, just go in, go in and hit auto. I I mean. You know, my alt is in Canada's Guild, and uh, we got the 424 box, and I can guarantee you more than half the people hit auto on every single one of their auto. runs. Yeah, uh, no, like, we had a lot of auto. <laughs> without a doubt. Like, there was people doing the three POGs. I would say most of the people were hitting auto. Um, I, I literally went on uh, this the raid server, and I asked one of the mods, I was like, or I just said in general chat, I was like, could you please make an auto team's channel because i'm just trying to mitigate burnout in my guild because my guild was like that's what they said like forget like even what the officer said we were in the same idea we're like we want to get there but by raid two everyone's like i'm only doing this on auto like you, you saw solo how many people said no, that? Yeah. you know it's just like i was like for me it was kind of surprising not that I, I i totally i'm all for the burnout in this game and i i understand that completely i just thought this is a new raid that we're running it like literally we've run it twice now only and there's people like, I, I'm just autoing this. And I'm like, you don't even want to try. I get what, what uh, Fatal's saying about like, I want to play the game. And, and <laughs> this community has always had problems. It's like the TW boosts and stuff like that. It's like, make the game what the, what the game is, the battles against each other. And then just, you know, Kron's kind of souped them up, but it's got to be rooted in that same game and, or the community does freak out. I, I do like them taking a chance too, but I would... I would rather a raid to me is like okay. Let, here's this big Uber. Let's let's take down this Uber together because it's kind of a you know a common thing instead of just oh let's get our score high enough and stuff like that. I don't know. That's always felt like what the raid was to me. So I I would like going back to something like that. Here's a big Uber boss with a shit ton of HP on it, and I know there's loops, and I know they're. I mean they have to be creative with it, but yeah, that, um, I, I'd like to see them get back to that. I mean they screwed up the initial release of c pit 2.0 uh and i did not like that initial release but i liked the c pit 2.0 better than crate and better than the speed when, when they fixed and and with crate 2 yeah. the biggest thing is, is like because people backing out and then trying to chain attacks and all that i remember because i was running i was running the new c pit and trying to coordinate attacks at the same oh yeah time. that was like, awful. oh my god yeah. like I, I earned my officer role in that two weeks of doing that alone <laughs> because it was just spreadsheeting and you guys know how much I like spreadsheeting. Um, but That's yeah, I kind of agree with you. Like the biggest <laughs> thing, the changes when the new ones come is that you could just submit like that is so huge. And especially in a game yeah. with burnout, it's like yeah, this game, you want to have something to do when you're just sitting there and, and real life is you can't go to bed or whatever. And, and you got some time. You're like, I want something to do. That was the old uh, meme about spinning your tunes or whatever. Um, and submitting whenever you want is a perfect example of that. So that's what they got right. And I'd like yeah. to go back to some of the Uber boss things and go with that with just being able to submit um, submit right. at any time. Yeah, the speeder bike raid does not feel like a guild event. It feels like a personal event that adds up with the guild as opposed to we have to come together and take down this stupid yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, thing. Yeah. Well, the thing that kills me is with the release of Crate, they did the thing that I had been hoping that they did for Raids for Ages, which is they they drove themselves crazy with Heroic Sith Raid and Sea Pit trying to like make all of these rules of like, you can't do this, you can't do that, you, you can't right. apply speed down, you can't remove Terminator, you can't heal yourself, all this. 
the solution to that was to make raids factional, right? They they made crate right. for specific factions, yeah. and they could design around the faction characters that existed. And it was a, I was a huge fan of crate. I thought it was a damn good puzzle. I think the reward sucked, or for well, yeah. the investing in rewards for the personal box sucked, but I still enjoyed my time with it. And part of the reward for taking crate seriously was it was extremely consistent and it was extremely fast where it was just like I, all yeah. of my crates i got like almost top box i was like right below it and i was done in 10 minutes like i guess some 15 if you count pressing a button on hot easels then fucking off anywhere else but like <laughs> right right like my time spent in the raid was 20 minutes a week whereas like here I don't, I don't know what that number is gonna land at but like I'm pretty sure it's going to be higher if I put in the same effort. And they threw away all the advantages they had of crate. And every team plays the exact same. And all the mechanics that they added don't matter except for the Imperial <laughs> evasion stacking. It's just like... <sighs> yeah, I don't know. The, I would I would have been fine without this. The one thing that's just mind-boggling to me is the fact that they didn't let you submit over the six days. I get that in those three yeah. days, you're not doing a raid like you used to do, but it just blows my mind. I'm like, that would have been so easy. It doesn't change anything. It's not like, you know, officers are harassing people. Like if anything on the last day, if somebody hasn't got their, you know, scores in, in the first five days and then they're a repeat offender, it's like, okay, now we know who the problem people are because they're just literally waiting. But like, I get it. Like over, you guys just had, you know, your fake Thanksgiving, not, not the real October Thanksgiving, like we have up here in Canada. Uh, and I'm sure if you're running raid over, you know, Thursday, you have people over into Friday and shopping and like it, people have families and stuff like three days. It, you're like, oh, that's a lot of time. It's less than a TW and stuff like that. But I'm when you got to do eight runs and people are kind of burnt out already. So that seemed like a really logical just let people submit over six days. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that that was what they were going to do. And then I got a tag. They were, they were like, hey, get your attacks submitted. I was like. Wait, what? Like it's been six days already? Oh, yeah, yeah. Instead of just having having three day downtime days, I I was really hoping we'd we'd have six days. Yeah, to I, damage. I will say though, I've heard it from people like from a lot of people both ways. Where there are a lot of people that I've heard say, "I'm glad that it doesn't last for three days because." So th there is some officer strain of. As you get close to the final day, it's like, God damn, I have to chase the these people had six days and I have to chase them again. Like, There's a lot of frustration that comes with that. And at least the three days, you can be like, OK, they just were 24 hours away. The, the raid hasn't been open that long. If I was chasing people on day five and a half, I would get so pissed. I would get so pissed that I'm still. Ch and there's always going to be the people that make you chase them on day five and a half because um, there's. Like, I, I get with the crate raid, there were some people that waited until uh, the last day. That way they could swap the mods. Raid ends, new raid begins, and they had their mods swapped already, and you can just kind of go. And, like, you kind of learn the people that are always consistent. They're just consistent on the last day, and then you learn the people that are always consistent and having to remind them 18 times to do the raid. And if I have to remind people over six days i would flip out so I, i've heard people in the communities like it both ways that it's um 
you know, they're they're happy that there's just nothing going on for three days. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, uh, I I remember being an officer in a guild that was not super crazy competitive, and I hated that even. So, <laughs> right, you know. And now, now I, I make so much content. Like, I, there's just no way. Like, the minimal role I play in helping with territory wars in uh, a guild that doesn't take territory wars all that seriously. Like, even that, I'm like, some days I'm like, this is too much. <laughs> I can't do this. I've, I've got the really hard job uh, officer role of patting my other officers on the back, which is a very important job, making sure all the guildies <laughs> know that they get all the credit that they deserve. That's the, That's my role now. Uh, um, all right, let's, we've been talking for a while and really haven't, there's actually been questions submitted. So why don't we, why don't we talk about PVP again and some of these questions? Um, so now that Jabba is out killing the Leia Han Chewie teams, what are some good teams to prep for next 5v5 with Leia? Is there anywhere to even go? She's just gonna die. Like it's, <laughs> well, that's, it... so that that is a question. On on offense, I mean, realistically, she kills everything with three. You know, her drone and R two. But I, I think that's actually a decent question because I thought that before about because it, just it seemed like I and maybe it's modding, maybe it's other things, but I I just seemed like I got JML one one tapped every time on my lay and i'm like why am i putting hannah and chewy with her if she's just getting one tapped every time and i like i had the proper crons and uh three sixes nines and everything like that so i think the question is maybe if i'm reading it right is more just like am i putting hannah and chewy with leia if i know that it's just going to be an auto where maybe i can do like a sd han and a rolo where do you want to do you want to risk running jmk against that i know it can work i know it will work but will it work consistently because i know if i just use jab on that it's going to be an auto 65 well maybe not 65 63 or four or whatever it is yeah i i um yeah jabba really throws a wrench i i've really liked leia with base which kind of steals Bays from Adrad right now, and with the Rebel Crowns, Adrad's even better than, uh, you know, before. But I like I like Bays on the Leia team, uh, but it's not stopping it's not stopping Java. I know because I specifically tested against that team, and I still won on auto. Um, so uh, you know, I, I I don't know if it makes much of a difference until the Bushcron is done and dusted keep in mind that calcron and set of damage reduction are gone yeah so like you don't really have to worry about that access yeah. you don't have to worry about job auto <laughs> right yeah uh, it's basically like to, if you do scout if you're one of the people it's like do they have the boost ground because if if it's yes or no then i then i can ask totally different questions about what kind of layout team am i putting down i still think putting her down is correct because i think I've always been a proponent on a hard D. It's like, okay, you say Jabba will counter this now. So so what is Bushkron killing if it's not Leia? Everything else, right? I mean, so so something's gotta eat it. And and of course it's gonna be the, it's always gonna be your top team. Yeah, but top teams don't really demand anything. The, the only thing that maybe demands something is Lord Vader nowadays. 
Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Eventually, we were talking before, like you, you're just, you're burning away the easy counters to get to the, okay, what did you say for my back row, Treya Savage, just for an example, or, or whatever. Like it's, I think if you're putting enough stuff, it's like, I've always said, when I put, being at 11.4 and being a, a moderate spender, I guess, I, I'm always like, try and put all my effort into specific teams and then just make my other teams good enough that they eat the counter I want it to eat. If they're if if they're getting eaten by the counter below what I wanted to eat, then I need to put more effort in that team. Yeah, we've kind of reached a point where effort only gets you so far, and like, you know, Jabba is cornered on defense, so can't get posted. Now Lay is practically almost cornered on defense, so can't get posted. Like, I I do kind of feel like this next season is just going to be a cheese fest, twenty twenty four. Yeah, don't. <laughs> I don't wow. want to play efficiency. Don't 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 talk to me like that, Fatal. Please. You know you know where cheese fest <laughs> is really going to work is in ships because everyone's placing dagger start now on defense because it makes a lot of sense because everybody places Levi on defense, so you you place dagger to throw the wrench into the empire counter as opposed to Sith assassin would stop the mirrors, but now that everyone's placing dagger on defense, I'm just going to take. My Levi, Levi on offense with Sith Assassin and easily beat your Levi and not stress on fleets because screw everything that has to do with fleets. Um, so it, it's it, and if they don't place dagger, if they place Sith Assassin, I'll have my Empire on offense too, and I'll just use my Levi to kill whatever else you have on defense. Um, it's going to be an interesting one with that because uh, that that is definitely starting to pick up a lot more the, the mark six starter oh the mark six starters i'm sorry that's that's a fad that's just going to go away really fast like people tried gonna, that people yeah, tried it at work. the start it's going to work like you said like people are going to do it and then like people will get burned the first week by doing that because they'll be like, okay, yeah, I didn't bring my Levi on offense. And then people will change that and then they'll bring their Levi yeah. on offense. And then the, again, your ship's zone is or, sort or of uh, exposed. Profundity, doesn't profundity work again? against Perf that Profundity does work against Mark six. That's what's so funny about it going on defense. Uh, and also, I mean, the reason Mark six got stops last time is because, Leviathan is so much like uh, my guild gave me an outline of how to approach the Levi the Empire versus Leviathan battle. And Mark VI, nobody has an outline for it, right? Because it hasn't been placed in three months. Um, but the second teams see it in TW, because we know people are placing that Mark VI team in TW, a guild right. creates an outline for it. And once the outline is there, like... It, it's inferior in, in every way other than it's catching people off guard right now. Sure. Um, yep. And so once the outline's there, it's going to last like two weeks and the next TW cycle, all the guilds are going to have a guild-wide outline on how to approach it and it's going to just kind of float away on its own. Because um, And there's nothing, there. I should say, there is nothing wrong with putting the shock team down because that's how you get hold sometimes of, you know, people rely on the outline. And so you put down the, the it's kind of Canada's 
like it's bread my, and butter. Stop, stop revealing <laughs> um, my whole GAC plan. That's <laughs> right. It, it's it's not always it's not always a better team. It's that, it, but no, it's a it's team that messes people up because you can't you can't just run on auto essentially uh, or mental auto. Um, so I or think in, or insight even. Right. Right. This is I, this is what happened like way way back in the day when everyone found out that troopers kills Sith Empire and then so they did Zal lead. Right. And yeah. It's like it's not it's not a hard team to beat, but if you're if you're only relying upon Sith Empire to kill that team, or sorry, if you're only relying upon troopers to kill your Sith Empire team, then yes, it's going to work. Right. Right. Or um it was the old um Newt Watt uh 3PO team that Oh yeah literally earned what GL or not what earned Newt. Newt the GL Newt moniker. And then people are like, Oh wait, this is actually really easy to counter. We've just never tried it before. And that team faded away really fast. Um, it's even faster now with insights. Oh yeah. With insights. The, that's, uh, that's why I like about insights is these like fad teams last a week and then they just disappear. It's like, okay. Yep. Let's let's get back to good teams on defense here. Well, yeah, and then well, yeah, because it used to be like a small thing where it's like, oh my god, hey guys, I just took my team against this this weird comp and it get totally got ate up, and yeah. then like the one guy that's like centered in PvP in the guild's like, well, why didn't you just do this against it? And he's like, oh, because I didn't think about it. That used to be like how the word would spread, and it'd just be like one guy doing that thing. And then now that that you know that just spreads like wildfire because yeah it just goes onto .gg and it's like oh cool great yeah it's exactly what I needed <laughs> right right yeah I I hate it like there'll be some like in insight I just I don't like using it when I stream I, I like like the problem solving I've said this before I like the problem solving aspect of it of just like figuring out. I don't know. I, I don't have the ideal counter for this. So what do I use? Uh, figuring it out. And I'm like, oh, well, all right, maybe this will work. And someone's like, yeah, it gets like an 89% on GG. I'm like, damn it. Someone else already thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's, let's jump into the next one. Um, here, uh, there was one that was we talked about that. Uh, all right, here's here's a good one that I made me think when I read it. Um, when when should somebody start truly interacting with R nine? Uh, and for a little background, the questioner has an R nine JML, hasn't applied R nine anywhere else, is sitting comfortably in the bottom of K1 and then looked at, looked at his guild and realized he was the lowest for R9. So when do you think somebody should really start interacting with R9? For me, the criteria is usually revolving around, like sometimes I'll just do it because, Hey, it's a big meaty boy and I'm posting about defense. So I want to be bigger, meatier boy. Uh, But I think like, obviously requirements have to come first, but then for me, I, really like to look for opportunities for where relic nine can like enable a matchup 
And the caveat that I'll add to that is those tend to be temporary investments, but also like, I don't know how many Relic Nines really, like what, you could favor a bunch of tanks. Like you could definitely go that route as well. But I don't know that I could really say that that many of those R9 tanks have really made the difference. Like I know my Shore definitely has, but like, like at this point, does Relic Nine Royal Guard really matter? I don't know. Like at the time, it definitely did, but like, right? I rocked our five Royal Guard for so long, got so much crap for it. <laughs> I don't ever remember. Like my PS still R eight. Like time washes away all sins, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, I the way I kind of approached it was just I put the R nines on quote-unquote, the important GLs um, immediately. Like, got an R9 and JML got it. Got an R9 and Lord Vader got it. Got an R9 and Ray got it. Like, I kind of went down the list like that, and then once once I got through the GLs, and I did not do Jedi Master Kenobi, to be clear, uh, once I got through the important GLs and the you know gl requirements or the gl ship requirements i kind of looked and said what matchup am i losing and if i'm losing it can r9 make it better uh, or on the opposite front i also looked at what matchup gave me trouble when i'm on offense that was an r9 that um doesn't give me trouble when it's an r8 because that's that that's how you analyze it the other way and i don't think you need to start interacting with that side of it until until you're running into teams that you're having trouble with kind of mm-hmm. like if you're at the bottom of K1 and you're happy staying at the bottom of K1 and you're not going to climb into the top 500 like you probably don't need R9 on all your tanks if you're if you're in the top 100 top 200 the R9 on those tanks might might very well make a difference or like um you know people that put r9 on gas because that that could make a difference um so i, I think it depends where you are like i wouldn't i would rather apply two r8s or like three or four r7s than one r9 if i was sitting top k2 bottom of k1 yeah i was about to say the same thing like i I have realized, like, and I have, I don't know how many R9s I have. It's not, a, like, an obscene amount, but I do have, for my GP, I would say I probably have, like, a decent amount of them. Um, and a lot of them were just, like, hey, yeah, you know, like, ships. I I, I put one on GK, and I put one on Piet, and all those guys. And then, obviously, you have all the requirement ones. But, honestly, like, I look at my characters and just think about, like, all the guys that are still just hanging out at r5 that are like dude what are you doing (laughs) i I use this character every single gac and they almost always come close to dying (laughs) yeah like i still i still am rocking r5 yeah i'm still rocking r5 jkr and it's like i know i i know i should bring this guy up to r7 but like i just i'm like i haven't so if i like give myself my own advice it's just like Sometimes you just want to get the like the foundational pieces of the team, like the or I guess the secondary pieces of the team to R7, right? Like it's just like it's probably 
just as important, maybe even more important than getting like, you know, one of the, your ships to R9. Sometimes it, that, that does help though. I would just, yeah, like treat it as like a problem solving tool is like, you know, recent example that I held out for a good long time on was everyone else that I was fighting had R9 Fennec. Yeah. And I, I stuck on R8 and like, nah, man, she's getting a lot of pressure on her. She like, those lower videos are hitting hard as hell. And like, eventually caved on R9 Fennec. It's like, yeah, no, immediately problem solved. Uh, like honestly, for how a lot of matches play nowadays, I, I I don't even know if you're really like that hard pressed to give extra relics to your JKR. Like I took mine to relegate back in the day because it was important that he not lose Savior. I think it was like for the SLK matchup or whatever. But like, yeah, I don't know. I like nowadays. I'm I'm trying to think of like how often does he really experience that much pressure himself? Like I feel like he's got to do it. Okay, I don't know. Uh, Maybe what it's like the, jam, the Leia jam, matches JKR. were yeah the Leia <laughs> the, the matches were like yeah it was just like oh god dang there was I mean yeah. it was like an AOE was like killing him I was like like R 2s like burn was just like like the AOE from Leia was like getting him to like yellow and then like R <laughs> 2s burn just killed him I was like what the f-? like perfect example really? then right yeah we have, a, we have a problem we have a use case we have a need that's that's what is a real consideration. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I'm saying is like, I, I look at some of those guys. I'm like, man, I should have really brought those guys to R seven before I went off and been like, Oh yeah, dude, IG 88. You're sick. Like <laughs> <laughs> that, that was going to be my answer. And it was like, if you, if you're running battles and you see situations where like you're getting, you know, just barely killed or, or maybe just barely surviving and you're always right there. Like that just barely can be the difference between winning or losing for a defensive team too. So um, one thing for me is like, I watched a lot of streams when people were facing Ray teams and uh, with the Ray alt into the uh, Ben AOE combo, I was like, holy, there's a lot of times where like this streamer who's a good streamer is in K1 and that combo is like leaving their tunes at like 10% like red health. Like they just like constantly, constantly that combo and just the interactions of what they were using. And so I was like, I'm going to R9 Ben because like, it just seems like he can bottom tick some of those matchups and you're not going to get it every time, especially with cons and stuff like that. But I mean, if you're looking at an R9 that can maybe win you one in like 10 extra battles, like that should be a for sure slam dunk thing. Right. And then on the flip side on offense, like you said, if you're just barely dying or, or just, you know, barely living and stuff like that, or, in TW, your uh, officers are calling, you know, counters and, and you're failing on them or whatever. And, and and you look around and there's maybe some more R9s on the team that other people are running. That's maybe a time to look at it, too. Like, I could maybe do that with C, what I was just talking about. My C still R8. And uh, maybe if I took them to R9, that extra health, maybe all of a sudden my uh, JMK counters would be, you know, an extra 5% better. And I'd probably take even 5%. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it needs to be something that, it, like, it, it either obviously like you guys have been saying it a lot you know in in terms of like it needs to be something that solves a specific problem or causes a specific problem for the people that you're facing too like uh i've gotten a ton of holds by putting java in the back in my uh on my alt in kyber Kyber 2 and the java team has a bunch of like it has relic nine on chrysanthemum and uh you know I, I put high relics on the team i you know i wanted to i was gonna put it put relic nine on java as well and i got kind of got sidetracked but but like 
putting those really high relics on a team that is constantly like that that people people like the the consistent thing is everyone set has this has this level of like okay what relic level is my galactic legend like are all of the all my galactic legends are relic eight except the rule is kenobi is that number minus one uh for for every <laughs> across the board like that's that's just what you see and, and so it's like well java if you if you have a mostly relic nine team especially like kind of in the lower division like uh, that starts to be a problem like they can't get enough damage in especially if they're not like soup like really on top of things and i know that we talk about like don't try to you know it, like just trying to make builds just to, for against uh you know bad players or whatever but the thing is if you can overwhelm the majority of your opponents and you can actually climb because of that because of you know the relic levels that you're doing like one squad with overwhelming relics and then the rest of the team surrounding them are just like gear 12 like that could be pretty viable for a long time in GAC to be honest if you get to put it on the right team you're right there, Zareth, because that's exactly what I did with like while I was climbing when I wasn't even in K1 with my uh, Zori team for resistance. And I more did it out of fun. Like it wasn't even a, you know, strategy. Uh, it's just it turns out that, you know, Zori resistance has a lot of counters that are like 70% counters. So if you pump some more relics into that team and, and put some good mods on them, get your speed up. And I just did it because I was like, oh, I'm having a lot of fun with this is my new kind of session kind of thing. And so I put a lot of relics in there and then I was just getting holds after holds after holds because people were taking in like, you know, teams that in K2 or whatever were working uh, against our five fins and, and stuff like that. And uh, all of a sudden they were getting, you know, blown up or couldn't get through it and stuff like that. So that's a good point. Like if you're in K1 and K2 and, and I think that guy said like lower K1, it's like I get the spread out thing, but if you don't need to spread that out, sometimes putting it all into one team it's kind of fun and then you can trip, but I would do it like, don't put it into a team where somebody's taking like a 97% counter against it. Put it into a team where you have a lot of those 70% counters that are being used because that's going to make the difference, you know, on uh, on a coin flip sometimes. Sure, absolutely. Well, and you have to think too, if you have an overwhelming uh, team, like one team that's just crazy overwhelming, think of, uh, you know, not to pick on Endo, but like you have a Relic 5 on, on Revan, like, uh, Revan's going to be at risk against a full Relic 9 team the whole time. He's just going to be like, please don't target me. Please don't target. Okay, see if you're saving me one time. Say, please don't target me. Please don't say, like, like, it's it's a scary thing to run, yeah. like, one of your pretty standard counters against a really bulky, really strong team. Like, that. that's a scary thing sometimes. That's why I'm like, I use Bounty Hunters against Lord Vader so much that... I like I have Relic Nine on Bosk. I always thought that was a good investment. Like that's been helpful. But why the hell has my Mando and Grief just sat there at Relic Five? For, uh, Grief will stay there, I think. But like Mando's a target. Like why don't I bulk him up a little bit? What? What's? You know, it, to me that seems that seems like something I should be doing. But um, you know, I, I think you know, like Relic Five just doesn't stand up against a lot of the squads I face because you know nowadays. If I face a Lord Vader team with less than fewer than nine relic nine or nine uh, four relic nines, like that, it's surprising, you know. Like everyone's got tons of relics on on their GLs, and it's overwhelming to the point that relic five is just not not really enough. And it's because of the the relics just change the change the matchup just on their own. Yeah. Plus, yeah. they they interact really well with those 
with the uh, Datacron stats as well. It's like, well, uh, you know, you already have a ton of stats at Relic 9. Let's just give them an extra, like, really huge boost with Datacrons and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, and that, it's interesting, too, because, like, counters changed, right? So for so long, like, I lived off of, like, the R7 Treya with, like, R5, like, other Triumvirate, and then, like, an R7 Savage and R5 Talon. And it's like, now I was using it this last season, though, for it to be my seer counter. And it's just like that, that AOE from Malikos shows no regard towards like having to target uh, like Savage or whatever. It's just like that thing targets all my R5s and kills them all. So it's like, that's another one where I was like, you know, I, I'm not going to say like, oh yeah, like I would rather have those guys all at R7 than like Scion or Savage at like R9. If like, if it were one choice or the other, it's just like the, that's the kind of thing that I would, I would look at before I go into like, well, when do I start interacting with R9? Well, and just relics in general, like this isn't R9, but somebody was mentioning gas and like what he can counter or more reliably counter. Um, when there was the nerf on the uh, def uh, defense penetration on both gas and uh, Jedi Knight Luke, I immediately put the R8 back on gas. I was like, yeah, I use him for a lot. I was, I was doing, you know, raise back in the day and stuff like that because that was my only counter for it. And then Jedi Knight Luke, I left because every time I use Jedi Knight Luke, be it to take out Amalgus uh, with Mace or something like that, if I was trying to do that, or uh, using him with JML countering things, I'm like, I don't need more damage on him. He's got enough damage. What I'm using him for, he's got enough damage. And then what I realized after getting, you know, leapt into a, uh, you know, a Darth Revan attack or something like that is it wasn't his damage. It was his survivability. And there's a lot of attacker tunes out there where you just need them to survive enough to, to get them to do what you want to do on offense. So uh, I held off on, I had R7, Genite uh, Luke up until, gosh, I think I did it like three or four months ago only, uh, maybe five. And since I've done it, I'm like, God, I, I needed to do this. I needed to do this like immediately when they refunded them, like just put it back on. That was a silly mistake. And again, it wasn't the damage. I was, I was uh, like misinterpreting myself because I thought it was about the damage, but the damage was fine. It was a survivability for, for him that I needed. Yeah. The numbers look so underwhelming. You're like, I got another thousand protection. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for to, up to relic nine, you get more obviously, but. But whenever you yeah. give more relics to a character, you're like, yeah, they're not that much more survivable. But I mean, it, it adds up. It, it all adds up. And then they usually get either some like tenacity or resistance or armor. So, you know, they usually have one other defensive stat and it, it does all add up. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question. This one's about the, the current Datacron set. Um, after you get the must have Datacrons, uh, most sets. Uh, the prevailing strategy is to get them to level nine, then reroll the stats, etc. For this set, where the stats are gross, if you get the levels three and six that you want, is there a reason to take them up to nine? I'm, I want. I guess the, the the only thing I could think of for that is like scoundrels, where we we're talking about like a lot of scoundrel crons, because yeah, like two or three ability blocks, maybe four even, two or three blinds, and then you know a good, you know, you probably use like five or six, especially in threes of the cooldown resets. 
So like those ones, they're fine. But then even that, like you want to get the Kara 9, you want to get the IG, you want to get the other Scoundrel Crons too. And then for the other three sets, like we just talked about, you're you're going for the broken stuff. Maybe Jawas for, for their six, but you, like Jawa 9 is really good uh, with the Foresight. And then same with Scabs, obviously with the stacking too. So I don't know why you'd want to do that except for maybe Scoundrel. Yeah, I the the one thing, the the one reasoning I have for bringing up tonight. Well, there's two reasons. One, because it's gonna dust, and you're gonna get resources for the next time. Uh, but two, I already have the the four level nines that I really want, and then the scoundrel ones are just kind of filtering in as I level them up. Um, which means all my TW rerolls that I get. I can actually put towards the stats and yes, I know armor penetration and resistance penetration are absolute garbage. This set. Um, I think the max is like a hundred percent compared to a hundred percent used to be one roll. Um, but like on my alt, I have 140 of the level nine re or level Mark three reroll materials. Like what else am I going to use them on? So if I stop at six, I'm not going to get the, extra 30% armor pen. So I might as well bring it up to nine and use the rerolls on those stats because I'm not using them on the level nines once I get the the four I want. Well, here's a question. What do rerolls scrap down to in the next set? Uh, cash. Wait, really? Yeah, the reroll... Rerolls go to cash. The the level up abilities go really? into rerolls. Oh god, I gotta use mine because I got with the the because it it scrolls down a reroll or something, right? For the reroll yeah. nuts. Because I have like I have like eight hundred of the level six ones. Yeah, I, I was so ready, man. I was like, all right, we'll just make this an econ set. We'll let it roll over. Nope, the reroll materials turn into cash. And I'm the, glad I figured that out too because now now yeah. I now you're right, solo. You do want to take them to nine just to get the. Because that's what they're going to do. The next set is going to be good, and everybody took this off, so they're not going to have dusting material for the next set when it's actually good. So rerolls become cash, but the crafting materials become reroll, right? Right. And they, so, they take a step down. So the Mark III yeah, turns get, into the Mark right. II reroll. Yeah. So yeah. honestly, maybe just like spam Sector 4 and just don't spend the materials and just let it roll? Pretty much. Do, yeah. do the materials, though, when they get... Like if you spend them, they get ca uh, broken down at the same rate, though, right? Just not if you reroll it. Uh, well, the reroll materials you don't get back, but yeah, yeah. So like you could spend it to a nine, and then just you're not wasting anything unless you're rerolling it. Which again, I guess if that if that just goes to cash and you're gonna have more than enough, then who really cares? Right. Well, that's what I'm saying is if crafting materials gives you reroll, like does breaking down a nine give you much reroll? Breaking down a nine doesn't give you any reroll. Yeah, so there was spending versus not spending it is still. A oh yeah, then that's yeah. that is a good. But that's what I was asking. Yeah, if if, if yeah, then you would want to hoard, or I guess mix mix it. I guess is is you cater to whatever you're more interested in. I guess. Yeah, but, exactly. Right. I I'm, I'm not going to do uh thirty level nines like I did last set. <laughs> I I'm not. Um, because for that exact reason of the the level nine materials are going to turn into rerolls, so hopefully so, I can get two thousand Mark two rerolls for next set. 
so that's why I have like 800 level sixes is because I had a bunch of crafting material from the last set. And I did, I had a bunch of the Mark threes just, yep. I, I always needed them. So those, so those rolled to the previous down and now I have 800 level six rerolls is what you're saying. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Well, there, well, that makes sense now. Now I understand breakdown way, way more and that's going to change my farming for this. Yeah. Round table, learning things. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a very easy one to answer, but I'm unlocking Malakos at the end of this conquest. I have Maul. I don't have Lord Vader yet. Should I build a team around these two? Seer just got to seven stars, so I'll be gearing her up anyway if she's needed also. <laughs> Seer's an excellent team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's... And, and Malakus can go with more than just Seer too. Like he's he he is kind of becoming a fun little theory crafter with where you can put him. Yeah, and I mean Malakos or Seer Malakos Mall beats Ray, at least in five v five. Yeah. yeah. So Wonderful. the that answer is yes. <laughs> I mean, sp speaking of exploiting people who default to flow charts, I mean, you've, you've got Tenacity Phoenix feasting on literally everyone, but then also uh, if you just protection load your seer, easier to say now when there's set 11 where like, if you just happen to have farmed a good protection cron, you you really screw up people who are like, I'm just gonna Padme, and then they yeah. spend all their courage and nobody dies. They're like, oh no. <laughs> but on average... It's a good team to invest in that can really exploit people on defense if you build them for that purpose. Also, I gotta yeah. get a Vsauce 9, I just remembered. Fuck. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. <laughs> um all right. We talked about Bane earlier, but if Bane and C become the new two man, where's Watt going? Where's his best use? Where they want oh actually you know what so i think they really really want us to use him with trench but i think he still goes with i mean he he does a decent job i guess with slk in some regards like if you don't have like you know phoenix or something to help you out um in some of those matchups to like kill another gl with not worrying about your slk are potentially dying I don't know. That'd be like, I guess my best. If if you're not worried about that, then yeah, probably with trench. <laughs> yeah, I in TW, I think trench is the easier answer. Yeah. Um, I, in GAC, I, I I'm sorry, trench with Watt does not scare me. Like it, it never has. Uh, <laughs> I, I think. Um, um... I think he'll end up like somewhere good because he's kind of good everywhere. It's just, he's been such a staple on those teams. We just mentioned, like I used him on SLK to punch up so many times because I have an R8 SLK. And you know, if I seen a cancer LV team or something like that, and I didn't have another option, I would end up using that. But as somebody with a gear one trench who hasn't <laughs> bit it and relic him yet, uh, I will tell you from facing them in on D when I see a trench with a watt, I'm a lot more scared than when I don't see one. So I'll give that, I guess. 
it's harder now too because i mean i don't know what people use before but you know the always answer was like okay like you have Watt, i have a guy named han and then but now that's probably a lot more gone and I, like i said i don't know what what kills them because i haven't ran that as a defensive squad or anything and i haven't had to worry about it because i think still so many people use Watt in the better places but i don't know what would i guess kill it maybe the same stuff like bad batch or whatever i don't know <laughs> my favorite um, part about fighting trench copers is you get to play the game of what increasingly dumb cheap thing can he die to <laughs> this time <laughs> Oh like, man! Oh, he yeah. dies to Geo's. Cool. Oh, he dies to Mon Mothma as well. Also cool. Great. <laughs> I, Trent's it's can be cool. pretty useful. Trent's can be useful on offense, though. He I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I tend to enjoy that team, honestly. And if I can throw Watt on there, like you, you get way better banners. You, you have way more control. Like, there's no denying that Watt makes that team better. I mean, that that's how they designed it. Um, it's just a question of. What what do you need? Sometimes you just need trench to be a desperation team to get you through a, a squad or something, and you, you just can't afford Watt there. Or sometimes you're like, oh, hey, look at that. I, I have a full trench team, and I could throw Watt on there because I just didn't happen to use him on any other squad. It's pretty great. I, got, I like the flexibility there. One thing yeah. I'll say about uh, trench and why I should maybe get him up finally is because he would suit my game a lot. When you sit on offense... Uh, every time I'm kind of out of teams and I'm looking for a cleanup against a pretty good GL team that maybe I got one or two things out, uh, Trench is like on all the insight cleanup lists. Like apparently he's yeah. the king of cleanups. So like that's that's the game I play. So I'm like, I, I probably should get on it and uh, and uh, finally add some relics to him. But He is a fantastic cleanup team. I mean, he, yeah. he cleaned up a, lay a lone layer for me one season. Um He's like dark side Mon Mothma. Basically. Well, you know what it was? It was, you know, he, he gets the shock down. Yeah. And that really that really helped. That um, and like uh his um like the right now I've noticed just with us with the buffs on basic for them, it, it does like Django eventually yeah. starts just really ramping. Yeah. Yep. And especially if you're in like a geo cleanup scenario, there's only one person. Jago double missile is guaranteed. Like, yeah, that that sure shit helps. Yeah, yeah. Getting back to the uh, walk question, there, there, solo. Um, I, I say to you all the time, though, t uh, tunes that can go first in this game will not go out of style. So he'll go Absolutely. somewhere. Absolutely. Like oh, you yeah. can you can make your own pre taunt with him, right? So it's like at worst, it's like. I need a pre-taunt for this team. Well, here you go. And then he does some other things as well. He's going to go to troopers to make them faster. That'll be his yeah. final resting place. Yeah, we're, we're that's, a, that's <laughs> another one where that one is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, like, hey, here's some turn meter. I did my meter. job. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I do. He doesn't even put a tech out. Yeah. He just does yeah. a basic. He's like, yeah, here's, he some, here's some heals time, over yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I actually, for, I mean, what my what on on my littler account was like, it, you can say what you want. Like, it's nice to be able to get a little turn meter on, like, if your Vader's not quite fast enough, like, it, you could get a little, I don't yeah. know, get him some turn meter. And then also, teams like Nice Sisters, which people place, and and if you don't have a part, like a full awesome roster, like you know, all of us kind of have at this point, uh, but like. 
if you're down, if you're, if you're 6 million or less than that, like being able to ignore revives at will, especially with, uh, you know, like if you get to get Vader in on it, he does his merciless massacre and he can kill a few nice sisters. Like that makes a big difference actually. So, Oh yeah. Weapons yeah. tech. They may have nerfed weapons tech, but it still prevents the revive. And that is it's pretty nice. Yeah. yeah that cannot be understated. It, it we were, can be nice for sure. We were talking about uh, C on defense before too. I've seen like it, not so much in fives, but in three V three too. When I'm looking at insight and like trying to look for some new ideas and stuff like that. Uh, I see uh, C Watt a ton and uh, even in, uh, k1 and i'm like okay i see what you're trying to do like you, it's going to make it harder and there's some more rng to you know what packs would end up on what but yeah uh, yeah there, there's just there's a lot of places you can you can go yeah well yeah. that's still a really useful character um but yeah it's it's tough it's like <laughs> i just never want to I think it'll be gear nine on that account forever because uh, after that he takes Kyrotech. It's like, well, I'm not trying. <laughs> right. you, you don't see me trying to unlock Kenobi anytime soon, like I was saying. So you, you can <laughs> you you still go first every time. Why you, you can just sit there? <laughs> I might take your I might take his mods off. I don't know. <laughs> That's my same uh, G1 Omega uh, justification. Too many too too many Kairos. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, so with new bow coming, how big of a dip do you think bounty hunters take in TW? Like, with uh, because Bam frequently sits with dad bod so that you can survive some of the uh big attacks. So, how how big of a dip do you think he takes in TW, and where do you think IG 11 and Queel end up? I don't use Bam, so that doesn't really affect me personally. Also, I wouldn't be shocked if Bo Katan doesn't use Bam. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you say that, but didn't they say they mentioned something specifically from his kit that she's going to be using? Well, they stated that basically IG 12 or whatever his number is now um, only gets the tag if Bam is there. CG says a lot of things. <laughs> CG the does. Problem the problem really the is like with TW is okay, but what does what is Bo Katan killing in TW? Because right now, I mean, like like we were saying earlier, or like I was saying earlier, sign of Django is basically your insurance that I won't say like that guild won't place Lord Vader on defense, but it's it's sort of the counter that people rely on to kill. Lord Vader's and it's never gonna be like zero banners lost, but it's pretty freaking good. <laughs> like you can like you can take out full relic nine, like the full squad is relic nine with pretty minimal relics in comparison. He's got that counter pretty pretty locked down as long as your mods are somewhat decent. So it'd be more the question of does Bo Katan do something better than that? And that I think that'd be the question because that'd be the reason why you'd bring Bam off of that team, in my opinion. Let let me do the math. All right, we we don't know what Bo's kid is, but we know what the rest of the Mandalorians are. So pause. Damn good character. Pretty much solid set lock. 
IG-12. I think he's right there with him. Bo-Katan, OG Bo. Her unique. Super good. I don't think she's really going to be cuttable, especially, I mean, we assume that Bo-Katan Mandalore is going to get the Mandalore buff that Maul has because her name is Mandalore. <laughs> that seems like a safe bet. So, hey, you have fantastic synergy with OG Bo there. So then suddenly the the last slot, we already, we already have four out of five of the slots filled. So the last slot is between armor or bam. Bam can't provide his immunity to Mandalorian, so he's not going to be able to protect. I mean, unless they give new bow a scatter tag, which I guess old bow. Doesn't she have one too? Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. old bow. I, I guess maybe they would give the new bow a scoundrel tag too, but like Bam already can't give damage immediately to Paz, for example, versus you have Armor who like, let me tell you, level three Beskar on Paz is a fucking treat, especially if you have <laughs> OG Bow alive because you're doing counterattack true damage every time. You're regenerating the whole team. Paz is gaining turn meter. Like, you remember how back in the day we would jokingly talk about like, if you just give somebody what tank tech and level three Beskar, they become a god. Yeah. Well, Maul lead or the Maul lead effect Mandalore is basically better than what tank tech. And you give them level three Beskar and you just watch. You don't need to play the video game anymore. You could just press auto. Like <laughs> it, it's a done deal with how good pauses. So like to me, at least, you know, we'll see whatever lip service CG paid to do bow working with true damage. But armor has a very strong claim in my mind right now. That would be very tough for Bam to to beat. Right. I, I'm open to whatever. I mean, you're right though. I I always feel a little uncomfortable with. I don't have I don't have a use for armor right now. Really, like what the the charted teams that I, I I'll be using. I mean, she she has some corner cases or whatever. She's fine, but um. I don't like I would I would love it if Armor got the spot instead of Bam because Bam is with bounty hunters a lot of times or you know he he can he can go with a few other teams as well like I, I can find some uses for him but those te- those same teams are really going to feel his lack uh, once once he's gone so yeah it, it always makes me feel uncomfortable like poor old Padme when um when Jedi Master Kenobi was released Padme was just like what about it's like that meme, you know, of like, <laughs> you know, the the guys like looking back at the the cute girl and his his current girlfriend is like, what the hell, like, <laughs> you know that that's how that's how it felt with Padme. Like, Pad, he just broke the Padme team basically, and uh, you know, it's just just shattered it. And uh, you know that that's just that's the nature of how this game works. But yeah, I I would love it if if Armor wants to go with them. Cool, damn. Ben works and really I'll, nicely on a lot. I'll of just places. answer the question with the easiest answer ever. You said, "What do I do with uh, Dad Boba and uh, IG and Cool?" Well, you put them together because they work together against LB. So, just have to do some remodding, and there you go. Yeah, I mean, if it kills something, the and this is this is the problem. Well, I won't say the problem, but TW is even relatively like smaller of a board than GAC is. So if yeah, it's 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 gonna be one of those things where she's she's currently it looks like she's designed for GAC. Um will you know obviously we have to still see the kit and stuff, but right now it 
I think it's really hard to move into, hey, like this this team will become one of the TW teams also. Yeah. You I can combine say- them, right? Like you like she might fit better into a like a boba or like I don't know, you know, something else team. And we'd be like, oh, that's really cool. Like, because that's that's happened. Like, I mean, but that that's the hard part right now with TW. I mean, TW investments are kind of a clown fiesta right now with the state that TW is in. But I will tell you that IG12 Omicron, it's passing the smell test for me. It looks legit, yeah. But I remember when we read it, I was like, yeah, that looks, I mean, that looks good. I just didn't know if it was going to be good enough for us to be like, yeah, cool. Like, we still only have this many teams, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, like, TW problems are fucking TW problems, like, just as easily possible that it'll be another pump and dump like hey we made a data cron you'll right. use this for th- four months and then forget the team exists but it's a it, ig12 omicron is a pretty good omicron kind of the same thing that we were talking about with uh juhani where it will kind of change the flavor of the team for tw specifically i think right in a way that like i almost kind of wish it was just a base part of ig12's kit in general but uh yeah, we'll see. Here's hoping that yeah. TW doesn't stay this small forever. That like, I I, I want to be excited for things, but like, man, but by, by the time that we're having this conversation with like everyone having IG12 and like a data crown next year, a new GL is on the horizon for an eight size <laughs> board. Like, right. Right, what are we doing? Right. Yep. Ah, uh, um. All right. For for Senior Chippy Chipperson, um. Do you think a day one free to play player can consistently keep compete in the top two hundred of Kyber One? Uh I, I I'd say no because they have like a lot of mods and stuff, but so much of the grind. Uh, we were talking about it earlier about how much they just slammed on us in fall. So because the crons are related to the newer releases by and large, like I, I know we're having some recycled ones here. Um, that's hard in the cron world to do. If you don't have those immediate teams that just got released. Now they made GLA a very free to play friendly. And, and I know some people are doing very good things with free to play and day one has a lot of advantages, but in a unlimited time world. Yes. If you have all the time in the world and you could plan it out, you could make it work. But in a general, you have to live your life world. I, it'd be tough sledding. It's a connect Canada phrase, isn't it? Tough sledding. Love it. <laughs> yeah, we use it all the time. Nice. Well, we're sledding to work. <laughs> yeah, I. So I actually think the longer the board stays small the better the free-to-play can, can absolutely be. i agree with that um I, because so that there's you don't need 30 level nine data crons right you, you right. don't um I, on this set you need four How and then a bunch you. of threes and sixes um so like the as as the teams expand and the board stays the same, you you don't need as much money. Now I'm not saying you can compete in the top fifty, um, but in that two hundred to one hundred range, 
you you can compete as the board stays or gets smaller. For sure. Like people are saying in chat, and Calvin's a really good example. And I guess he started around me too. So he's got two years without free to play. And and he pushes it pretty close. Like he's he's a very good player. But again, even Calvin, he's not he's committing a lot of time to this game, but not his whole time. So it could be done. Like it could, but it's like in a hypothetical, it could be done. It's just it's it's tough. It is. I, uh, it I, like if you're really just interested in climbing ranks, I still think the the single best way would just be to focus on defense traps. Like if you're outside of like top fifty or top one hundred, it's just not on people's radar that like everyone falls for them. In my experience, oh, oh my god, the last few months. Welcome I, to how did I get to top one hundred and then can't compete in there? Go go in three this last week. That's right. I, I mean, thousand percent right. Yeah. My whole strategy is. Put three GLs in the back. All three of them are going to be a trap. Which GLs are going to use? Are you going to use on the front wall? And it traps them every single time until I get to the top fifty, and then I, you have to play a little different. Um, but like in in that one fifty range, man, it it's just you throw a couple GLs in the back, and half the time they guess wrong. That's it. It works every single time. Even like just placing a full Malagas team like with Darth Revan and with uh, Malik on it in the front row and just be like, use your C on this, please. <laughs> well, that's that's exactly what I do. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Treya sits in front, Malgus sits in front, um, and then two of the Datacron of the month sit in front, and then I put three GLs in back and decide. Like, decide which one's which GL you're going to use to counter the teams in front because you don't know which ones you need in the back. Um, I can tell you it's not going to be Java because everything counters Java right now. Uh, but other than that, I, I mean, it, it, I, I still use traps. I put all of my crap teams up on top and everyone's like, why, why aren't you protecting the top? It's just, if I'm going to win, it's going to be with a trap. It's not going to be with my super, super relics on none of my teams. That's why getting to the back wall with a 425 score, it, just in case they have three GLs, is the superior strategy. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, no, please don't do this at home. <laughs> uh, even, though, even though that's what I do most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. This is this is the actual last question. Sorry, Chippy. Um how are you planning to use the new Gideon in 3v3? Is this Gar Saxon's time to shine? And are you applying Omicrons? For GAC? Well, I think just in general. I'll apply all of his GAC Omicrons, personally. Yeah. <laughs> they seem good. Um, but what about his TW Omicrons? I don't think... like. There's a very real chance I don't think he's going to need any of them. Maybe you'll take one or two of them just to like get him in the pocket where he needs to be. But like, I mean, his lead without the Omicron looks good. Yeah, his his whole entire shtick is you don't get to play the video game. So like, what, right. what, what, what do I care about a tanking Datacron for? You don't get to play. Right. So the tanking Datacron is mostly just about getting you there in the first place. And then maybe if you're worried about counterattacks, but like, yeah, they, they made a good character. I don't think, I don't know that he really needs the help. Like, if I'm, Choosing between IG twelve Omicron or Gideon, 
I feel like IG12 looks spicier, but again, board size issues. <laughs> right. Being uh-huh. what they are, but like just power wise. Yeah. I, I have three Omicron saved, and I don't think we're going to need, even even if you need to apply Omicrons, I don't think you're going to need to apply all of his. Um, but I have them saved. That way, if we find one significantly changes or creates a counter, I'm ready to place it. Um, but like you said, I don't. I kind of don't know if we need to right now. Um, so what about in GAC? How how are you guys going to use him this season? Because he's unlocking before week two. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> I, I literally I had a soft plan to try him in in space of candy on that. Well, I see, but that's a fives thing. I, I yeah, same thing. I haven't even looked at threes yet for where you'd go. Probably just try him against Seer. And then if that does, somehow fails, then <laughs> there is no plan B. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, he's trash. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, but I can find use for a tank that has 100% crit avoidance, defense, max health, and max protection added just in his unique. Like, I, I will and find I will find a home for him. Also has an undispellable taunt. Right. <laughs> That's and, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and if you use him with a GAR ISC team, which I don't know if you will, but if you do, he adds even more protection recovery to that team. I haven't really looked at that. He doesn't have a cleanse. Maybe though, that. Right? Yeah, that'd be a good thing. And then I can he, make them all. With, yeah, uh, he doesn't have a cleanse. Um, but he does. If the if the leader's a dark side Mandalorian, they get twenty percent protection recovery at the end of their turn. I mean, never say never. Wait, yeah. so you're saying if he's not in the lead and right, it's a dark side man? Yeah. Oh man, this is where we're this is so, where we're uh, gonna apply the Zeta. This is right. where we're applying the Gar Zeta, right? Is it, yeah, five percent extra health, health recovery or something? Yeah, his yeah. is just health. His Never is mind. health, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, I, and they specifically uh, said, yeah, they, they specifically said we're designing him to go with Imperial Remnants and TW and Mandalorians in GAC. Like they're they weren't even hiding that. Now we might do something completely different because it's a CG statement, but the right. like. They are building it for a Maul or a Gar lead. Same. Oh, to rewrite just get through that lens. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. And how All dare right. you not have the Gar Zeta? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I don't think I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm, I might, but it, maybe I, I added it way back in the day. But I have oh, an R7 okay. Gar. That's me repping enough. <laughs> I... Solo just wants to brag that he has all the Zetas now. Oh, no, I, that actually wasn't about that, but I do have all the Zetas. Last one was finally applied today. Yeah, It's wild. It's it's funny, like, I decided not to do it because, like, I literally, I was thinking about doing that myself earlier today, and then you posted a thing that said, like, I just, po- I just got all the Zetas. I was like, I'm not going to copy him. <laughs> but like Zareth wants to be his own man. <laughs> yeah, I I literally had the same thought though. I was like, I should just knock that out. I think I have enough on my main account at this point. I, you know, I've I have a ton of mats and not not that many that I haven't applied. But 
Not today, folks. Quick break, and I'm I'm at four, and I don't even have any on Scout yet. I'm trying to decide if <laughs> we were just talking about New Gideon. If the remnant team is working, then I I'll pop them on, I guess. Yeah. So you guys are you pretty sure then? I'm I'm curious. Like it, it does seem you know they did say explicitly in GAC he's going to be part of a Mandalorian team. Uh, you know, and he's going to, and he also specifically does need, uh, like he doesn't, he can't use his own lead for the Mandalorian team. Like he needs, right. all of his abilities are if there's a Mandalorian leader there. Um, And, and so the question is, do, is he just not going to work with Imperial Remnant in threes? Or sorry, not in threes, but in, um, in GAC? Or is it just like, he's so much better in GAC? GC with the with the Mandalorians that you want to do that. I'm just curious. Like you guys have clearly read the kit more than I have. Like I got <laughs> I read it a lot when it first came out, and then I've just kind of just suffered me to keep my interest on some like I, I don't care about the character and I you know. I, yeah, I I think I think he's gonna be used with Imperial Remnants. I mean yeah. I the the fact that if you kill somebody on this team they revive with a hundred percent turn meter. Like that's that's just kind of absurd when you think about it. It's like, oh, let me let me go kill this damage. Nope. Um, you know, I I I don't know in three v three though. I think in three v three that's more of a a gimmick, like an annoying timeout. Yeah, thing I was gonna than say five v five because I I guess it depends how much damage he does because you're going to want him right you're going to want other gideon to go with him neither right. of them really do damage so i think in 5v5 you can build a team where in 3v3 you stick him with gar and gar's already a team essentially is there ever going to be a scenario where uh og Moff Gideon would be better. The, the only thing that comes to mind is like on an offensive team because he can just ramp and ramp and ramp, right? And if New Gideon can tank forever, um, yeah. he has ramping offense on his kit, does he not? If I remember correctly, with Remnant, uh, OG, OG, Moff I, yeah, I, I don't remember. Does. I'm just wondering, I like, if, if I know his his lead is pretty good, but I'm just wondering if there's a scenario where. OG Moff is ever going to be better because his you're right solo his unique is pretty busted as well. Yeah, well, so uh New Gideon does have ramping offense. Every time they use a special, they ramp 10% offense. So I don't I don't know if OG is ever going to be better leader. Yeah, so um OG's is whenever an enemy with the leader tag uses an ability Imperial Trooper allies gain 10% offense. That's his. Yeah, and then they get more offense and some max protection, but that's uh, new. New Gideon is uh, whenever Moff get whenever he uses a special ability, all allies stack ten percent defense and offense till the end of the encounter. Oh yeah, man! I have not read Moff Gideon lead in so long. He also has a revive uh, for each Imperial trooper uh, yeah. the first time they're defeated too. Uh -huh. Removing term reader when your enemies gain term reader is a very good thing, and I don't think we should skip it. No, I. <laughs> that's I'm not saying it's at all better. I'm just I'm just trying. I was, it made me think of OG because I'm like, I knew I used it for a ramping offense once. I I was trying to make my own ramping offense like they have for the Kron set now, but yeah, 
That's going to be, that'll be an interesting team in 3v3, I think, actually. Just with the know your adversaries unique paired with how kind of hard to kill, I think, Dark Trooper Moff Gideon is going to be. And then, sure, why the hell not just just put in friggin' Stormtrooper in there or something just to to continuously time out your team. <laughs> I think that uh, I think it'll be it'll take people by surprise for the first week or so. Well, you give it the the Stormtrooper the four hundred percent defense. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he adds a ton of defense in that kit. Yeah, like Stormtrooper is going to be hitting for a two hundred k crit. Oh yeah, for point. sure. Yeah, yep. this is uh, making me think I might have to pump these relics into Stormtrooper sooner. No, Stormtroopers. Storm I like, I like I the think, way you guys are talking here. <laughs> I think Stormtrooper is going to be a, a pretty big menace, actually, in the the, the coming months. Yeah, He's I'm already not. kind of a menace. Yeah. I didn't team. Uh, uh, but true. like to his own kin in the Endor raid? Or... <laughs> Sorry, I, I just. Can, can I just say, uh, like, uh, this? I don't want to start a whole cover. I just, uh, like, having Imperial Troopers, like, hunting Imperial Troopers just seems like the opposite of thematic to me. Yeah, you you would think it would, you could, like, just pallet swap, just, like, put um, Luke and Leia models in the right. process. You're, as well. you're right. like, hunting them, yeah. Right, <laughs> like, like, and Admiral Piet's like, hey, guys, uh, like, you know, wh whoever my backup is, like, take take care of the fleet for a while i'm just gonna go get, like gun down some of <laughs> some of our men in, <laughs> on, on a speeder bike down yeah. there like, i'm gonna work with the ewoks to to really really <laughs> help me kill our guys yeah hey Pe pep lou gave me a call I, I, he needs my help um, uh they probably couldn't <laughs> do that might be there might not we're not sure that's that's probably why they couldn't that's probably why they didn't do the swap because you yeah because i know what i mean a lot of people are using piet han Right. It's, yeah. it's like what does yeah, what does the AI do? It's like it's like no, a that's one true. That's one. so true. Yeah, you're, you're one all right. Just just remember that uh, all this uh, takes place on a hollow table. So in in your guys' scenario, right. yes, a, a fancy hollow table would have all the skin changes and all that. But we're playing on a busted ass, you know, knockoff where it's called Galaxy of Cheerios or something like that. With one spelling mistake. It's it's a hollow table, guys. It's just not a it's not a well functioning one. Like you see the sign, and you know, like it's very clearly like replaced the one that says like the Chuck E. Cheeses, you know, before that. <laughs> so it's like it's like what Chuck E. Cheese becomes eventually. <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> it's pretty run down, guys. <laughs> uh, good, good. Uh, like Solo, you guys there in an old Pizza Hut, right? Oh yeah, your your, your office. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I wish I had the Pizza Hut breadsticks to go with that's, it. That's just an easy one to recognize where you get the old office building in the uh, <laughs> law office or accounting building in the old Pizza Hut. Nice. Yeah, I'm, glad, I'm kind of glad we got talking about uh, New Gideon a little bit more because, yeah, we were sleeping on him. But after New, I'm like, yeah. oh, man, there's some stuff that could be done with like current crons here. So New Gideon's going to be really scary on week two. Yeah, definitely. We're gonna. Or is it week two or week three? He's coming in week three. It'll be week yeah. three. No, week two. Wait, week no, two. it'd be yeah. two. It'll be week With two. Ten days left. Yeah. 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 So he's he's. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm just not looking forward to that. Maybe I just save gas to attack whatever Gideon teams on defense. Yeah. Screw yeah, your revives. 
kind of sad my alt has just put no like I, i've been i've been just in the frenzy like my middle account i've you know just adding galactic legends left and right about to start my leia farm really close to the city eternal emperor farm really close to the afro farm actually and i really don't want to have to derail myself on that account for like I, there's a lot of characters on that team that, that would need work like gideon gear 12 works well enough for what i need you know because he's fast enough um and stormtrooper gear 12 like there, there's a lot of characters that i i don't know that's it's a tough that's a that's like a stretch goal for a lot of accounts i guess i, I just i've been kind of sleeping on him assuming i'm not going to need to put gear on him because he's a territory war character like i mean similar impact to trench or something but it, it sounds like you guys think he's gonna be a lot better than that like higher impact i mean if, if you Okay, I mean, I'll I'll believe, I'll trust you. I I haven't spent much time thinking about it, to be honest. Like, there's been so much crap going on in the game that I've just been sleeping on him. Like, he's not a thematic, like just from a lore standpoint. And I I know lore doesn't matter, but like, he's not interesting to me at all. I I don't care about him at all that way. And it's just like, really, he's like you you're just gonna pretend to be like one of your troopers. Like, you have a spiky helmet for some reason. Like, I, I just it, it doesn't matter. He doesn't matter to me that much. And, I was kind of sleeping on him too so, until I talking about the the cron set because I, I I just it wasn't really clicking with some of the and he does yeah. have a lot of defense in his kit so I I don't I don't think like I, I wasn't like going guess. crazy about it either until people were bringing up like the IT crons and I was like oh I didn't even I didn't even think about it in that context so well it, it's solid man I, I appreciate the you know the heads up I mean that's that's always been one of the best things about roundtable is uh, you know like we. We all have our areas of focus and stuff, even as we all like GAC or, you know, like we all like similar stuff. It's just, it's nice to be able to, you know, swap ideas and try to figure these things out, you know, because yeah, it's, it's uh, tough to be, it's tough to be good at this game. I think Fatal says that, but you know. Um, Scout Troopers is Remnant too as well for Datacron, so you could do Storm or Scout, potentially just for who has nines. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because you don't want to lose Gidme. I mean, maybe you do want to lose Gidme. Uh, maybe, maybe it makes it worth losing. See right. Jareth about to cry in the corner there. <laughs> um, no, I mean, but, I, I, I understand it's going to happen eventually. That that sucks, yeah. but yeah, I, you're right. I'll, I'll, I'll cry when I'm on my own. Like I'll be, <laughs> I'll be strong until then. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I mean, if if this beats Seer, and most people have figured out how to stop Gidme from beating Seer. Like, that's... <laughs> I think that's an easy transition, an easy help to it. Uh, absolutely. I, I mean, teams need to die sometimes. Uh, it sucks, but, yeah, I mean... Uh, pro probably, I mean, I've been using Gidme a lot in, in fives as well, but um, it's a lot more unwieldy in fives. You find with less situations you can use it anyway. So, yeah. um, in threes, though, it, it seems like maybe you can get away with not having to use Gideon, 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 someone else, <laughs> the Giddy Up team. <laughs> well, we're, we're only a few days away from Keller and Beck being revealed with an ability called Control the Scenario, which gives all Galactic Republic allies 200% protection up. So, I wouldn't <laughs> Dude, I, I was really hoping we'd get his kit this week. I was like, come on, let me see what we got here. 
yeah I, what do you guys think that's gonna be like just speculation wise like is he gonna be a, like a he's gonna be someone who boosts kenobi teams or uh, you know like shores him up on something like helps helps him be able to counter some some of the nonsense that's coming out what, what do you guys think i'm curious I, I I do buy in a little bit to the uh, Galactic Republic support because he kind of was a support. I know they don't follow canon, but um, thing in his appearance, right? He helped Grogu and all that jazz. So maybe he is just another Galactic Republic support. <laughs> he, he, he is Eeth Koth's replacement. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be a GR Jedi support with protection up synergies. Like Padme will probably want to work with him foremost, but protection up hits a lot of giant squads, so he could be used many places. Is my you know? I think Fatal said that as a joke, but now that he's talking, like the original joke. No, no, I, the, I, I think you're dead serious. Yeah, I, yeah. I, now that you're talking, I'm like, yeah, you're okay. right. It, it's fifty fifty. It could easily not happen, but also again, CG lines up certain things certain yeah. ways. No, they're, yeah. they're release, releasing a G, possibly GR support as Padme possibly was Gideon could very well happen. And 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 Gidme is a very good team, and they they want people to get away from that because they want to promote the new teams. Yeah, and that makes complete sense actually. Now you see. So we'll let me ask this question though: Does that just weaken Jedi Master Kenobi on defense? You take because you're taking Padme off Jedi Master Kenobi, and now the Jedi Prons are gone. Like we had the Jedi Prons to kind of prop them up without Padme for four months. Um, so we lose the Jedi Crons for JML, but now there's no anti-assist synergy on that, uh, JMK team. Like is, does that just steal the, the viability of JMK on defense? You're asking the wrong guy for me because uh, I'm going to be stealing cat while these Yufu Crons are around for <laughs> another, another couple months. So. My uh, JMK team is going to be on fumes, but yeah, you're right. We were, we got a little uh, power hungry with that Aelia Cron. Yeah, Aelia. How you say your name? I'm not going to tell you how to say it because it's fun to hear you try <laughs> to pronounce it. <laughs> People in chat were already making fun of my Canadian accents for saying offense. How we say that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um... That's an interesting scenario. Padme really does end up doing quite a bit for JMK. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting one. I, I, I don't haven't. Think she's the problem is I I haven't put JM. I'm I might be the outlier here, but I haven't really put JMK on defense in a while. Just because. Neither, to be clear, neither have I. <laughs> yeah, like he's been uh, kind of so good for what I needed him to be. Is a 65 on everything. <laughs> right. Right. Especially with the Alacron, where yeah. he gets ult in like two, two of their turns. turns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Though I feel like every Datacron set that comes out, we're like, oh, JMK's weak on defense again. <laughs> every everything beats a JMK. Um or at least they kind of build in one counter per Kron set for JMK. And sometimes it feels specifically built to counter him. Well, like, he's tough to beat, but like, once Inquisition were released, man, it's just, it's just not That's, as, yeah. you know, it's not as scary. I, 
but like they, someone even put a like a tough defense cron um on him uh in one of my last matches uh, you know the the damage reduction cron and I still used it. I was like, I don't think Inquisition work here. Like, I just been assuming the whole time the Inquisition, but it, it was easy. Still, like, really good banners. Yeah, it's Kenobi. Like, uh, and as long as Inquisition can just destroy him, uh, it's tough to tough for me to you know. <laughs> He's not. It's not that. It would be nice, honestly. It would be nice if this this new character just made them a little bit made made it a little tougher for Inquisition to kill kenobi like i don't know that might be a nice a nice boost because right now kenobi used to be the best team on defense by a mile and not not as much anymore right though with the scoundrel no revive no sit down i'll still beat him uh but (laughs) (laughs) i'll just i'll take my uh my isd team and instead of Django reviving and doing doing a little bit of damage he'll just not revive and and then i'll still be okay <laughs> yeah right Especially well yeah no defensive stats inquisition i guess are a little bit more afraid of, of the kenobi team now for a little bit well you just you, you you're gonna have to play it differently you have to right now you don't have to worry about controlling cat at all it's like oh you got off your your big hit okay there reva came back but most of the time, I don't let her get off her big hit anyway. So, right. I typically like that. That's when I, if I ever lose, um, well, I mean, I guess, it, yeah, I think, yeah, if I ever do lose with Inquisition against against Kenobi, it's when I do ability block first, because uh, th- then she can kill someone else later on. The oh, like, I'd rather that's... her just kill Reva one time. I had I had twice this season where they killed Grand Inquisitor before I killed somebody, and Deathmark just said, "Yeah, I'll still let you win. Don't worry." Yep. <laughs> yeah, Deathmark's the bail out there for sure. <laughs> it really right. is. You still have seventh assisting into Deathmark. That's, and nobody said it said it with Padme this past season because they're like, "Ah, oh, we're gonna put we're gonna put Ayla there," and admittedly, Ayla's good. Like that's not blaming him for that, but. With no anti-assist and seventh just assisting into death mark, it was like, all right, you're dead. Yeah. The uh, Yufukrons are so good with Inquisitors when I see in my history that they just used Inquisitors with stacking D on my non-cat JMK team. I'm like, thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. On to the next thing. Please, <laughs> please more of that. Man, the stacking D1 is so good. It's ridiculous. And and they're just like, even them by themselves are great on D, but like if you do what I'm doing with SLK and the team and Malikos or just even SLK or, you know, mix it up a bit, they're just, they're in, in, in a season that didn't have a lot of good D options, they were great on defense. I'm, I'm afraid of the next set. The next set is going to be really good, I think. We're going to want to. Do lots of rerolls. Maybe not afraid. It'll it'll be interesting though. But that's that's neither here nor there. I'm excited to see what Darth Bane at brings to the table, to the hollow table. But we get the non-robo nuts mall <laughs> like, as relevant again. Who knows? Uh, now that would be that that's gonna be funny. Uh, if he really does lift 
the the Sith, and you just see in TW a bunch of people apply the the Sid Omicron. Oh yeah, I, I already got it. I, I already have ahead. it times too, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a potential there, probably. I Someone mean, he, in my my Discord joked that it's the uh, it's coming back or like uh, not not that it's coming back, but yeah, future uh, Sid Ami meta. Yeah, the Sith tag's pretty encompassing. Like, you know, we didn't even bring up maybe on a Malgus team too. Like, Malgus is already a nightmare without seeing the kit. You know, what could he add there? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, Bane. I I am excited to see the Bane kit eventually. I I hope, honestly. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what I hope. Like, I'm alternating between hopes. In fact, I'm like, part of me is just like, I hope his his whole thing, like the best focus thing, is just putting him at like he's the new Watt, and that you know, and it makes the Eternal yeah. better than he was before. Uh, like that, that would be simple. That would be an easy mental transition, at least. Uh, but then, you know, part of me is like, oh yeah, I hope that he just goes on all the Sith teams and makes all of our Sith Sith splits even more interesting because there's a lot of really interesting Sith teams out there, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah. Treya. And we didn't even talk about that. Well, we did say Savage, I think too, at one point, but um, yeah, there's a lot of options. Yeah. I, I think it could be interesting. Honestly, I, I didn't foresee a Sith coming out again. I was, uh, I thought, I feel like there's, there's probably a lot of other factions we could get but it's all right man so we always said about jml getting better there's a lot of jedi in the star wars universe i had i saw i saw somebody i saw somebody today be like because they were speculating on the light side that's gonna replace in conquest and somebody was like god not more jm or jedi i'm like we just added sith like the sith are just as wide as the jedi at this point in this game um and quite frankly, probably more dominant at this point as well. Uh, yeah, they have way more duds. Uh, they, yeah. 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 Well, guys, I might uh, tap out here for uh, close to rounding out. Probably. We've been going three and a half hours. It's probably a good time. I've been sitting way too long. Yeah, yeah, get some going. (laughs) But I do appreciate you guys having me on. It's always fun to talk stuff. I it's really opening about that uh, new Gideon talk. Actually, that's kind of flipped me around like Zareth there too, especially with the Crohn's. He's been the talk. He's been the talk in my guild. I think. I think a lot of the TW guys are excited because of what seems like he might be able to do. So I'll be adding the relics. I'm just like. Okay, like let's see what else he can do outside of it. Yeah, I'll probably have him R eight. I kind of had it planned for him to be R eight immediately. Um, yeah, because like I said at the start, at the very worst, he's a strong tank on a Lord Vader squad. Like so, it, it's right. not going to be a wasted R eight. It's gonna he's going to be good, and if he's not, he's going to be good with Lord Vader. So I can free up like Thrawn or somebody. Right. No, I I mean that's it's good. It's good. Uh I don't know. I, I don't know. I've been I think I've just been focusing there's been, there's been so much to focus on lately. It's like what 
in a world of limited zetas how <laughs> who do i pl- put them on right now um and why, why is it why did i put a second one on Marin on that account i don't know <laughs> but uh-huh. you know it's uh it's good good to see that i mean i was i was already planning on getting relic eight on him i just didn't know i didn't know if it was actually going to be anything interesting so it's good to hear man it's good to hear um yeah, we could call it good, guys, if you want. Yeah. All right. Um, so thank you, everyone, for joining. Canada, Anada, Anada. Oh, God. <laughs> Ando, <laughs> Fatal, <laughs> thank you for joining. With our as combined, always. we are Anando. <laughs> you are Anada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Um, and that's probably the sign that really it's time to go to bed. Uh, thanks for joining everyone out there in Twitch land. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Um, everyone out there in podcast land. Uh, remember that evil sucks. I was going to say, remember that Anadada sucks. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> oh. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Don't be dicks. See ya. Uh.